price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Today's episode is brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that wants you to know that therapy doesn't have to break your bank. In fact, it should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Over 500,000 people have used Talkspace to talk to their own hand-picked licensed therapist. And you can too. To sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. Or download the Talkspace app and use coupon code ZONE to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay! Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The friend zone. Do, do you even know I'm alive? Do, do you even know I'm alive? Do, do you even know I'm alive? I'm alive. I'm alive. Do, do you even know I'm alive? Do, do you even know I'm alive? Do, do you even know I'm alive? Tap the mic. I'm alive. I'm alive. So do, do you do, know that know I'm alive? Because I'm rapping every week like I'm alive. Do, do er, you if I was beaten to fold, Shakira and Beyonce would have me on the floor dancing and rolling around. Maybe like Christina Milian when she was on the ground. Dipping it low, dropping it slow, taking it up and breaking that back like a big back hole. And a big back coke and stack up next to me Cause you know that I'm back with a new rap for the friend zone You know how I rap but I'm alive And I'm on the throne with a new flap A new flap that's flow rap So shut your trap, speak in the trap Pretty girls like trap Get the new two chains and shut your trap I said Dustin where you at? Cause I know you're alive So you need to Pick up the beat, right? So I'm gonna take over the flow. And here go Dustin. I said, here we go. So do do you even know I'm alive? Hop into this whip. Let's take a drive. It don't matter. It's real. 
recorded on live. It's going down and we finna ride. We going on a trip to somewhere. You pick the place, girl, I do not care. Just promise me you gon' comb your hair. Cause that's important to me, you see. My name is Dustin, and guess what? That there begins with a D. And I just tried to handle my business. That moves like a G. And I just messed up, but I'm gonna come back just straight lyrically. Because this is something I do. In fact, it is part of me. And I'm not from the South, I'm from the North. From FLINT, that is the Flint, the Michigan. And that's my fucking city. And when I lived there, that water it was clean. And then you just keep going if your flow is me. And it don't. So, you just make the booty drop and make the beat just move. To right. And this is tribute to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Y'all should see us. Tell me what my shirt says. Asante shirt say MAGA. No, I'm just playing. Asante oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> His shirt say carefree um, black boy and the black is in all caps. Oh, that is really cute. Carefree. Where'd you get that? Somebody gave this to me in Houston, actually. He was at the Carefree Texas, Curl baby. table. They was, he was at the expo, wasn't you? Carefree Curl. Carefree, Carefree Curl, y'all need to... They need to sue whoever started that Carefree That's what shit. this is from? Carefree Curl? I you know, know what Carefree Curl is, don't you? Is that, like, just for me? Mm, close, but no cigar. It's like Ooh. a... Like, Jerry... It's a Jerry Curl. Carefree oh. Curl. That was the Jerry Curl So it's system. more like Elastic QP? No, that was a great product <laughs> line. Why do you even and know that, that was Elastic QP was a, some of the best oil sheen you could get your hands on. I wish I, I ain't even got no more hair. I went to a party once and they had in the grab bag. And I was like, oh, let me use this. It was the whole set and it wasn't water I'm like dead. that. Elastic QP, that was a good, that was the was. good hood salon. It they was. used Elastic yes. QP product. Yes. Yes. They did. It was mm-hmm. like the, the different greens on the. Oh. <laughs> and, and remember the, the, the packaging was at, then remember they changed to black and white. It was white with the black. Black, yeah. black, uh, Elastic QP, yes. that oil sheen. I'm telling you, it was the shit. Y'all are so random. <laughs> Welcome to the friend zone, your weekly <laughs> look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and apparently oil sheen. Because <laughs> <laughs> who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't, I ain't one of the same. That's why I got Elastic QP on the brain. How are you guys? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um... How was your weekend, Asante? My weekend was actually good. I worked. <laughs> yeah, you um, worked? Yeah, I was working. I got a lot of great work, other things work, done. I filmed work, work. Um, for a web series that was really cool. You know, I was just, just busy, like quiet from Married to Medicine. Very busy. <laughs> Miss Quad. Miss Quad. Hey, she got it. She got it. <laughs> What's going on, Asante? Nothing, you know, living life. Loving life and life is living. Oh. Very you know life is great it was a very eventful weekend got to catch up with some friends shout out to Moselle holding it down at Pompeii Wine Shop plays the show every week so you know gotta shout out my bro there got to kick it with him and just say what up and talk shit are you guys restarting your Sunday series at some point Sunday sessions will return I'm going looking at some dates in July but you know he's a busy man and I'm a busy man um, you know, the Pompette Wine Shop has been featured on other podcasts, such as, you know, the Michael Rappaport show. Mm-hmm. You know, I really dig that show. You know, they talk about a lot of the 420 things on there, amongst other things. So just shout out to Mo. You know, black business out here growing and expanding. The wine bar will be open soon. Oh, Keep everybody posted so on cool. that. How are you doing, friend? You know, you're over here looking lovely as per usual. Thank you. I'm good. I leave to Dominican Republic. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> well, by the time you guys, well, first of all, happy solstice. Hey! By the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be officially the first day of summer. Hey. Yes. I thought you were about to say happy Juneteenth. I was going to say, oh, happy okay, Juneteenth. Happy for real. Juneteenth. That too. Okay. Show all your teeth on Juneteenth. That's what I plan on doing because that was the day slavery was over. That's my kind of holiday. That's when they said, you know what? Cuss each and every one of their asses out when you get the notion because they can't do it to you no more. I told y'all. Day. Like, I told y'all today how I was acting a fool on the train. The lady was like, can you turn that down when I was listening to 2 Chains? And I said, of course not. I'm about to turn this up. And I'm dead. you responded that way. Well, because right. she asked me a question and I was not finna lie to the lady. She might as well know what was about to happen next so she could arm herself as she seen fit, which might have meant moving seats, which she did not do, so... You know, that's so the, apparently she liked it. 808 is pie is power in that 808, y'all. I'm sure she's, <laughs> I'm she's she might have liked it. <laughs> she might be like, hmm, I think I want to like trap music. Oh, too. so this is how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. No, I wish I could have seen the way you just <laughs> Why did you see it? <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I'm never going going fucking line dancing with Chuck anymore. <laughs> My achy, breaky heart is on beat now. You should have started the trap salon. He was giving free Manny Petty. I wanted to go. And the salon was cute. And he had nails for each nail set. I was like, two chains don't give a fuck. That's so dope. Where was it? In Atlanta. Only So smart. Somebody tweeted too. His marketing team was on. They tweeted, only in Atlanta can you get your nails done for free by 2, two chains. chains. I love it. And Man. apparently they had, like, tra- the traffic was jammed because of it because so many people turned out. That's dope. So dope. I love uh, that. Shout out to Titty Boy, ATL. Speaking of features, I just want to highlight one really quick second. Wow, that, wow, uh, wow. One little fr- podcast <laughs> called The Friend Zone was actually highlighted by Black Enterprise yeah. okay, magazine. Cute. And the list, uh, they published this article on June 12, 2017, just a couple of days ago. 17. They published an article called The 16 Best Black Hosted Smart and Funny Podcasts of 2017. Are you serious? Wow. I'm dead serious. That's and, so cool. And let me tell you. Thank you, Black Enterprise. Okay. One of the, friend, one of the podcasts that they uh, featured under the the wellness and mental health category was this here, The Friend Zone by Dustin Ross, Francesca Medina of Hey Friend Hey, and Asante Smith. That's right. Uh, The Friend Zone was featured. They said that you should think of this health and wellness podcast as your friend and confidant for all things related to mental hygiene because, quote, who wants their mind to be musty? They didn't End say, quote. Who wants their mind? They have you to was class close, it up. You know? And we appreciate the effort because, around quote, here. quote, who wants their mind we must. We, should, right. we gotta save that copy for if we have to like go somewhere. You know? <laughs> I just want people to know that we have literally been featured in Class. black. Inter- now let me just say, okay, <laughs> that that is a huge deal Absolutely. for a black American because so growing up, Absolutely. black enterprise is like the classy magazine They're for right. like you know the one we would not have been. Yeah, in. <laughs> you know, Absolutely like people not. with school and shit. You the know, black enterprise you. was like the. Huh. You Jackie. need to be reading this and not the comic books. Like, oh, that was okay. like goals. So that I just, was the Jack you know. and Jill kids, right? Oh my God, what are you about to do? Yeah, Go also, and all that. Um, really quick, in that same article, the Combat Jack Show, our network uh, family, they were also mentioned um, as a podcast for everybody and everything to listen to. Um, and uh, Two Dope Queens is featured. Just a lot of dope podcasts were featured. Um, so it was nice of them to give us some of that love. That's so dope. Thank yes. you. I really appreciate Thanks, it. Black Planet. 
Enterprise. Thank you. Black Enterprise. I feel good about black myself. Black Enterprise. <laughs> you know, I'm still a hood right? I was like, Black Planet? I read one of these emails and they're talking about Black Planet in here. I'm not going to read this asking for a friend. Black Planet? Yes, it says it in this asking for a friend. I'm like, why like, are you? As in they were still active today? You... That's still a site? <laughs> Asante, you okay, guys not, well just read Now I got to read it. What? You can't read it. I'm like, what is the hell? Okay, actually... Present the next segment, friend, and I'm going to read it so it'll be in context. Well, first, I think we should make the awesome announcement Mm -mm 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 that we are finally back on tour. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And we'll be celebrating. First of all, we're almost at 100 episodes. Yes, we are. We're seven episodes away, I believe. Which means that we are close to our second anniversary. Yes. Which means that it's time to have a live show. And it will be... Drum roll in New York on Woo! August 19th. I'm so excited, you guys. The Yay. Friend Zone is coming back. Two year live anniversary show. Saturday, August 19th. Look out for tickets. They go on sale this Friday at thefriendzonelive.com. That's right. And we're so excited to see you guys. Uh, tickets will go on sale this Friday at noon Eastern time. Once again, that's Saturday, August 19th at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Tishman Auditorium, our two-year Friend Zone anniversary show in NYC. We cannot wait to see you guys. I can't even believe it's happening. We're planning out the next cities mm-hmm. because we will literally be seeing... Seeing all of you f- for the rest of the second half of the year. Yes. So all the rest of the cities, <laughs> Sante just made a face like, woo. <sighs> um, all the rest of the cities will be announcing you as we go. So we're so excited. Yeah. We have to get that out the way. And of course, London, we are coming to you super yes. soon, August 5th. Right? Yes. That's right. We're going to be out there with Two Dub Queens podcast. Brilliant Idiot. Shout out to Charlemagne and Schultz. Yes. Y'all shout out. Oh, Two Dub Queens is on it? Uh, Two Dub Queens is one of the headliners along with us. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know they got added. That's so dope. It's going to be dope. So it looks like the Americans are just going to take over take over the festival. That's right. <laughs> dope. It's going to be a lot of fun. So can't wait to see you guys. Anything else you guys want to announce before we start the show? Just that we got some more dope announcements coming soon too. And this we, is going to oh, be a good summer. You know what? Oh, we sure do. <laughs> oh, and speaking of kicking off summer since it's going to be here on Sunday 305 Live. We're going to yes. see y'all. Oh, I'm so if you're in New York City. It. Oh, Damn. I'll be in the Dominican Republic in my wellness retreat. I'll be, I'll just be getting back the next day. I'm so Damn. sad, uh, but I know you guys are gonna have so much fun. Last year was you. amazing. Yes, yeah, we are. Absence. Yeah, love you, Fury. Live. That is that's tradition. That is like the party of the summer. We do this every year. The kickoff. I mean, yes. y'all know what the vibe is, what the energy is. It's just a feel good, shake it, move it, break it to the ground as party, and come to sweat out your sexuality and just get it popping. I, I can't like wait. It's gonna be a good time. Nice. I can't wait. Oh, Where can they get so tickets sad. to uh, 305 Live? Is it 305live.com? They can go to kidfurylive.com for all things Kid Fury, which includes the tickets for this show. But let me just okay. double check to see if there's another link because, you know, they like them links. And I mean, I know it's a direct route. You know, I'm trying to put y'all on the express train to the tickets. Okay. So I want y'all riding and, local. And, and the show is... <laughs> yeah. It, the show is uh, over halfway sold. I will definitely say that the party, I shall say, and I think it sold out last year. So if you come in... Go ahead and get your tickets and come. Because last year was way too lit. It was so but it's dope. Defi- yeah, it's definitely on KidFuryLive.com. So go and get your tickets. And I hope to see you all on Sunday in Turner. Cute. See, so I ready to jump into the show? Absolutely. Let's start the process, shall we? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so on last week's show, a lot of you were triggered. Mm-hmm. I love the the comments that you guys left on SoundCloud. They were like paragraphs this time, <laughs> which means that you were feeling it. Um, we discussed the topic of ghosting. Have you been ghosted? Have you ghosted? And as usual, a lot of you had so much to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? There were a ton of you in the emails. Um, I need to read them. I'm so curious. I'm just going to start with this one. It says, ghost you before you ghost me. How you think you, <laughs> how you, think you ghost me? That's the subject of this. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all can call. Ooh, I'm not calling you that. That's my exact name. It's funny that this week's topic was ghosting. So here we go. I finally flew out to meet a long-lost internet friend. I am in my early 30s, and I want to see a male friend from my Black Planet days. Oh, I told y'all I was reading some of the emails and saying Black Planet. Dead. This is wide, so I had to tell y'all that. And mi gente. Remember mi gente? <laughs> oh, my God. Asian Avenue. And Asian Avenue. Okay, but did you ever get on Block Savvy? No, Okay, I'm going to tell you about Block Savvy later. I'm going to tell you about it later. Anyway, we did not live in the same state. We both went through college and made over made successful moves in our careers. Over time, we kept in touch via MySpace, then Facebook, but never meeting with each other because we were either busy in our careers or in our respective relationships. He had talked with video chat, texts, and emails for damn near 14 years. Finally, in 2017, I took the initiative and flew out to meet him after he DM'd me. I stayed four days, and my anxiousness got the best of me. I feel like I was more quiet and reserved than I really am, possibly because I was finally in his presence and I was worried about making a good impression. Overall, we spent time together eating, playing video games, cracking jokes, and even some sexy time. I even met some of his friends and family. When I finally got back to my city, I texted him I was back and thanked him for opening his home. He did not reply back anything. Mm. No. But I saw that he had time to post on Instagram and whatnot. I gave him 24 hours to text or call. He did not. I guess my insecurities got the best of me, and I wanted to ghost him before he ghosted me. I took the punk way out and deleted and blocked him across all media. If he did ghost me, I guess I will never know. And if I actually did ghost him, it was out of fear of putting myself out there for an entire weekend. (laughs) So this stood out to me because of the Black Planet thing initially. Now, after reading the entire thing, that is some some mess right there. I don't even know how I would feel. If anybody, first of all, I don't know if you can say your insecurities got the best of you. Yeah, maybe you did act a little different in person, but... I can see why you ghosted this person, and I don't know if I feel like I would have done the same thing. I don't know if I would have been in this position, honestly. But had I just not heard from this person for 24 hours, I think I would I would have gotten mad and like... Yeah, I would definitely feel the way. But I don't know if you should even give them a second thought since they weren't giving you a second thought anyway. And I, I wouldn't chalk it up to your insecurities. You just were where you were when you met them, and it didn't. you weren't comfortable enough to just get past whatever was going on. They weren't comfortable enough to help you through it so you know somebody needs to be ghosted and like we said last week sometimes people just need to be ghosted so that's all that's over here what stood out to you in the soundcloud comments friend mm-hmm. there was so many to be honest um, i wanted to pick a few but i'm going to pick this one uh henry phillips said this episode was a bit triggering because i am a serial ghoster damn <laughs> in respect that Killing i'll them. start talking to a guy and we mutually are into each other but then out of nowhere i just ghost when things start to get serious The more I reflected, I realized that all the petty excuses I made as to why I didn't want to date each 
each guy were superficial things that were deal breakers based on how other people view me as a gay man based on who I date. Mm. It made me realize that I have internalized homophobia that I still haven't worked through. Wow. In a moment of honesty, I realize I need more self-love so I can give myself the permission to love and stop ghosting out of fear. Damn. And I was like... Wow, because Damn. that is not an angle that we touched on at, at all. all. We at all. only focused on people ghosting because they didn't want to, you know, they didn't know how to deal with confrontation or they're just over it or they're just assholes. But what about people that genuinely just have a fear of commitment or a fear of like Ryan, of, sorry, Henry said his internalized homophobia that he still hasn't worked through and the perception of people around them, how they view your relationships um, that's a lot of layers, you know ghosting what I mean? Friends, so ghosting in business, you know. So I thought that comment was like, ah, I wish we would have touched on that. Right? Yeah, and ghosting on business, which me and Dustin <laughs> were sharing earlier. <laughs> Brands that have promised to do certain things with us and then ghosted us when it came to contract promising, time. Promising. Looked around and checked to see if I had on deodorant. Like, was it something I did? <laughs> you know, <laughs> where did Shit. we all go wrong? Um, wait, and actually, the last one. XO Misha on SoundCloud as well said, I got ghosted in 2011 by one of my ex-girlfriends. We had a disagreement on the phone before one of my classes and she told me to call her after. I called her after the whole... Wait, I called her after and I still haven't talked to her, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You need to let that go. That one is crazy though. Damn, I mean, that is fucked up, but... How you say... (laughs) Yeah, call me after. But this was in 2011. They still haven't spoken. Wow. Misha, I feel you, girl. Wow. It's all right. Dustin. Hmm. I'll tell you who don't feel her. (laughs) Since, like, like like a brand. You know how, like, them sweatshirts will say, like, (laughs) the name of the brand since, and then, like, the the, the, the year since 2011. EST since 2011. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder maybe her girlfriend ghosted her because she just didn't want to deal with drama. Maybe. I don't like arguing. But Nobody I would, does. I wouldn't ghost you. Know? That's, a, that's a lot. In fact, I don't like arguing so much that I will get into an argument with you because you want to argue with me. Now, what kind of sense <laughs> does that shit make? <laughs> Because no, no. sometimes it's more trouble to fix to go, it. Yeah, so you let's just go on and get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget it. Okay. What about you, Dustin? What'd you find in these streets? In these streets. In these streets. Rochelle Pharrell. Yeah. You heard it. You heard it. Oh. I'm like, where are you taking this? You know, I want to do a little something different. And we did. So, uh, I would like to give a shout out to, I like when the people catch like the jokes that go kind of under the radar on the show. Mm -hmm. So like shout out to just uh, K-A-B-R-I-I because I don't want to disrespect your name. So that's how it's spelled. But shout out to you who tweeted, I just now heard, look at Dustin say, Minnie's mama look like an evil, worldly Tamala man. And she just got the joke, like, after all this time. <laughs> so shout out to her. That was Dustin. hilarious. Um, I want to give a shout out to Taken and Sarah, who I don't know if everybody knows, but oh like, they're one God. of my favorite groups in the world. I'm a huge 
Tegan and Sarah fan. And this is actually the 10th anniversary of their album, The Kind, which was like one of my favorite albums of all time. And they're going on tour. So they'll be in New York. I'm clearly going to try to go. And I just want to give a shout out to them because I can't believe that album has been out for 10 years, which means that my progressive musical journey has been, you know, longer than 10 years because that was outside of the box. They weren't listening to that where I was at. We have so many concerts to go to this summer, you guys. So many. Um, I want to give a shout out to a friend of the show. It's Kerry. Y'all know he tweets something every week. That's worthy, worthy of the tweets. This was so his message. Funny. We need to start Kerry's Corner. Actually, For real. Like, I feel like Carrie's I could pull corner. something up. I mean, in this week's K. edition of Kerry's <laughs> Corner, he had a message for, now y'all know Tanache was in the news this week. Oh my god! some comments about colorism oh, that she made. Yeah, and someone was saying we needed to talk about they that. They had a whole conversation on the read about that without me, and I made both them niggas listen to her. <laughs> Tanache. <laughs> I read the article though. What did you think? I didn't read well, it in I mean, context. Never mind. But what do you corner. think though? Like, what do you think? To be honest, I feel like she was. It was blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. I saw what she said. It was I out of context. Like, and may and maybe I need to reread it or something. Or maybe I didn't read it in its entirety because I'm like, where are people getting the 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 way she's being attacked? Right. I feel like I misread. Wendy, I didn't see what what she was saying. Wendy was talking about her, and she's just talking like Tanache said. It's a Beyonce Rihanna world. She didn't say I can't win because of them. And, and she Wendy, said it is a Beyonce. And Wendy Rihanna reported world. that shit like she said I can't win because of them. And I'm like, she didn't say that. That's the scary part. But Everybody I feel like was Tinashe up. Tanache gets attacked a lot though. Very much for so. Whatever reason, because. Here you I go. Mean, that's Here you I mean, go. y'all know why. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That's how you get popping, unfortunately. I wasn't a Tinashe fan, and I was very vocal about that. But then I heard her Amethyst mixtape, and it changed it all for me. I talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that. So I've been rooting for her for a while. Um, and I really like her Night Ride album. Her last album was good to me. But, like, I don't know. People just didn't catch on. And where she messed up was she talked about the fact that she felt like the black community didn't fully accept her mm-hmm. and the white you know, audience fully didn't accept her and she wasn't black enough, white enough, whatever. You know, some things like points that have already been made 20,000 times over, your little voice saying it ain't gonna do no good. Sometimes, like, you need to just skip over that. Talk about your music. Talk about something else. Don't talk about the fact that people aren't buying it. Nobody's gonna read an article like that and be moved to purchase your music. She's very wale. Like, come on. Nobody, like, what is that? So anyway... That so I agree with. when she made that comment about black people not supporting her music, Carrie decided to tweet this video. He <laughs> said it's a message for Tanache. And I want you guys to listen to it. Hold on, hold on. That was was Carrie's message for Tanache. It was a clip from season two of The Real Housewives of Atlanta when Nene and Kim got into an argument um, over the Tardy for the Party single. And Nene told Kim, (laughs) thank you you. you for the song. We are going to buy it. Good luck. (laughs) That was his message. Before you move on, I Mm want to pick a tweet out of Carrie's corner. Come on. Carrie posted a picture. Yeah, I'm dead. Because, you know. I feel like I need to get one, too. I love his music. Or, whoa, hold on now. I loved this track. All right. Bobby Valentino had that anonymous track. It was the Timbaland (gasps) produced. And so, Carrie posted it, right? Bobby V anonymous. Because it was the jam. Bobby V had it. And then he posted this. No. (laughs) He posted Mm -hmm. Mama Joyce right next to (laughs) it. In disguise. <laughs> In disguise. When she was showing up to Phaedra's office oh, to threaten her. 
So that's uh, what I have here over Carrie's Corner. Anything else over there in these streets? Yes. So um, I also want to give a shout out to um, at Tag Your Heathen, <laughs> who <laughs> tweeted a really cool picture with the quote, it's just a phase. And it's a picture of two white gay guys at a pride march that had to be like, Oh, Lord. Oh, well, it says 93. Well, it says Z93. So that's either a radio station, but it damn well could be the year looking at this picture. <laughs> and then it's a picture of them niggas today in the same exact pose and they mad oh, old cute. now. But like it just shows that it's like oh. they still together talking about it's just a fade. So that's the gay tweet for me yes, this Sam week. Pepper Beard. Um, and there actually is one more tweet in Carrie's Corner. <laughs> 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 Carrie, we back in Carrie's in Corner. Carrie's Corner. He said, me, every time the Obamas tweet, and it's a gif of the scene from Set It Off when um, Jada Pinkett's character was looking out the window after Cleo got killed, and she was looking out the window <laughs> sad and longing for like their relationship again. <laughs> he said, that's how he feels every time one of the Obamas tweets. So, oh. Yeah. So that's all we found in these streets this week. I'm ready to you move on if y'all are. Yeah. Yeah. You hear stuff? Yes. <clears throat> So, let's jump into this week's topic, shall we? Yes. No. <laughs> so, let's talk, this week, let's talk about being petty. Oh, okay. I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> now, like now, I, now, this. Your, your face lit up now for that Now, this I can do. Look, I got to fix the, you know, I got to get ready for this. All right. <laughs> so, we have to remember that our show is global. Yes. Petty is not petty all around the world. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, petty is not, at least the way that we use it, is not, uh, you know, in the dictionary. It's not easily found. I'm sure I could look it up in the Urban Dictionary. It's not even easily executed. Right. You know, so why don't one of you define how we use petty when we bring it up so that the world knows what we mean, at least in the case we're using it today? How would I define pettiness or being the art, <laughs> the, art the art of being petty? Being petty to me would mean, if I had to give it a definition, pettiness would be the, or being petty would be the act of um, choosing the reaction to something that requires the least amount of discipline, um, <laughs> the least amount of humility, the least amount of respect, the least amount of anything honorable or just or anything that will make you accountable. Being petty is is doing something that is um, intentionally difficult, damaging, judgmental, mm. um, insulting, rude, um, just making it hard for other people purposely um, and bringing note to or, or highlighting things that they would Otherwise, you know, prefer to go under the radar, you know, being just doing something that, you know, is an adverse, you know, <laughs> reaction or something that, you know, is going to get under another person's skin. That's being petty. I looked up Urban Dictionary <laughs> just because I feel like this site makes me laugh. And it's, their definition of petty is a person who is purposefully childish with the intent of eliciting a reaction, making things, events, or actions that normal people dismiss as trivial or mm -hmm. insignificant into excuses to be upset, uncooperative, childish, or stubborn. Absolutely. <sighs> Petty, the, the art <laughs> slash act of being a troll. <laughs> In the well, real life. Well, what's a troll? A uh, a uh, troll is someone that controls situations. 
Interesting. I mean, I am a very petty person. I like to <laughs> troll a lot of situations and people like in a very hmm, I don't know. Like I said, there's an art to it, right? So different people hate different things. So being petty to me, like if I'm being disrespectful, if I'm at the workplace, you can only get away with being so disrespectful. So in the act of being petty... (laughs) You know how to work your way around it. I know how to work it and be seen. Hello. Shout out to Cynthia (laughs) Cynthia Bailey. Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) So like when I have to think about how I troll people at work, I have to do it in a different manner than I would troll one on said the train like a woman telling me to turn my music down but the art of being petty for me is just you know ready for petty 2017 (laughs) i tried to really shift the spirit of petty but it's just something about relinquishing that control to people to uh have reign over my emotions and actions and feel like they have something over me and it is very childish but I could be out here fighting or something, but instead I just choose to be petty. But petty and will lead you to a fight. I was about to say, and sometimes, you know, petty can go into the <laughs> fist, but... Well, that was my question. Like, mm-hmm. the question that I pose is, when does petty get old, though? Is there a, is there a time Ooh. limit? Is there an expiration? Are you, when is it immature? Because petty's funny. We have our on a petty note segment. It's oh, funny online. I feel like the pettiest tweets are the ones that get the biggest responses. Right. So I get the How appeal. About How about that? Exactly. I get the appeal, and even just when you're doing it with your friends, whether you're being petty in your head or in real life, your CEO. Um, <laughs> like I get it, but when is it? childish when should you should you grow up is it something that you should at some point start to put aside and be like i shouldn't be petty anymore or do you think being petty is just something that just is what it is and it depends on the situation what do you guys think it's just another emotion for me i i have like i said i had been trying to shed the spirit of petty but it just comes up so much and as i look back there are just so many situations in my childhood where my mom was petty. <laughs> and, like, I'm sure she—I'm not saying she was petty without—out you know, of bounds. She was always rightfully petty. And so when I'm petty in a lot of situations, even though it is childish, like, as hell, <laughs> I still be feeling justified. Because I'm like, well, my mom was petty. Like, petty has been a thing forever. When you really think about the shit that you grew up on and to see your mama and daddy arguing about stuff or your mama cursing out the people at school or your daddy cursing out the mailman or something. These were all situations that could have been petty because they didn't have to be doing that. So it's like at some point they could have been like, oh, well, I'm going to just stop being petty as I got older. No, they grew into their petty. (laughs) So I think petty is just another emotion or feel and it comes up where it comes up. Now, it can be too much depending on how petty you are in certain degrees of your life. So if you're at work and you know you can't be a certain type of petty, but you're crossing the lines anyway, it ain't petty no more. At that point, you just out of bounds. Right. But I guess petty is always teetering on out of bounds anyway. So that's why I like to say I'm playfully petty. But that's just the kind of troll that I am, too. <laughs> what do you think, Dustin? So, Dustin? Let's break this shit down like a pound, like Cash Dow said. Break it down. <clears throat> oh, come on. Now, being petty, right? Petty, being petty is immature, period, in its nature, period. Mm-hmm. Pettiness is immature. So you're already <laughs> taking an L when you're being petty, right? That's why you actually made a good point when you referenced how the things that you recognize, you know, your mom or dad did that were petty. You said they were rightfully petty, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how you have your dignity when it comes to pettiness. For me, 
Now, this is not everybody else's rules. This is just how I manage my shit. I'm only petty as a reaction to something else, right? There's there's different types of petty too. <laughs> let's level. let's highlight like that. Like there's lazy petty, and then there's savvy, sophisticated, finessed pettiness, right? Like it's very easy to be <laughs> disrespectful, petty. to be rude. Oh, petty. <laughs> it's just very easy to be disrespectful, to be rude, whatever. You know, cuss at people. You know, whatever. But true pettiness is all about the after effect or the ripples in the ocean after you've thrown your petty pebble. So I prefer pettiness that is creatively advanced, shall we say. So like it doesn't have to be insulting. It can just be something that's going to have a long lasting effect, something you'll never forget. That's why like Tamar Braxton calling Toya Wright paperback Toya it was brilliant because it completely trivialized something that Toya used to legitimize her fame or her visibility. You know, she was known for being Little Wayne's ex-wife and having her a daughter with him, and that was pretty much it. And she was beautiful, and so we wanted to know more, but it really wasn't no, you know, gas in the tank. And then she started writing those books, and it, you know, made her existence substantive to some extent. And so it's something she can be extremely proud of. It legitimizes her, it gives her a seat at certain tables you know so for tamar to immediately just you know but how is that shade because i just told you it it, it, paperback is good but it ain't hardcover and so that's the thing so so like like, yeah you wrote it but 23.95 you know when was the last time you bought a hardcover book you know, I've been on the train. I don't like hardcover, you know. <laughs> Nobody coffee buys table hardcover books unless in college. <laughs> coffee table books. Coffee I, table oh, not, not those, you, know, I, you know, but that's just an example is what I'm saying. So, like, I so I think that it should be reserved for something that you do as a reaction. Now, it's very lazy, right? And it, and it is regressive to just not even try to do the right thing or be mature. So, to me, you should, like, make decisions I guess based on you knowing better and trying to be a good person, and you should reserve your pettiness for when it's, you know, time. <laughs> when somebody does something to you that you didn't, you know, warrant or whatever, and you have to respond in a way that they'll remember. So yours is based on reaction. Absolutely. Yes. So you wouldn't be petty just to do it. No, unless the person had already done something to me. And right. it was like on the books. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not on the book. Then it's on forever, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yours is a reaction, and then, but Asante feels like it's just a file to choose it's from. emotions <laughs> taking me home. I don't want to be petty. <laughs> I don't want to be either, but there are certain situations that just come up, and I'm just like, it's, all right, autopilot, go ahead, take See? destiny. <laughs> and I just go ahead and I have to do something petty right quick. What about you, friend? I mean... I think, okay, I think, what? I said petty fence. (laughs) I think a lot of the times it's it's lazy. Mm -hmm. I think you're doing it to, like the Urban Dictionary said, to elicit a reaction, whether it's to make everyone laugh or to try to humble the person or humiliate the person, really. But a lot of the times I don't really see how it fixes anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's a, a... problem that's like some kind of issue that that is coming to light between you and somebody else i don't see how you responding in a petty way is gonna fix anything unless you really just don't care yeah it's not supposed to if you really don't care then hey more power to you but for me i just i I mean i'll have (laughs) 
Like sometimes people, here's a, a react, an example. Sometimes people will say stupid shit to me online yeah. and I'll get a petty response in my head, but I won't write it <laughs> because mm-hmm. I don't see the point. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and forth with you because I just don't have the energy and I don't care. So why would I do that? You, you know what I mean? Let me tell you. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> you want me to tell you? I just don't have, I don't want to do that. But didn't it feel good when the thought came here? Didn't <laughs> it sometimes feel it's good? funny as shit. It like, felt like, good, I didn't it? In your bones, in your flesh, <laughs> you felt good. I That's why. I think it's normal. It pops up, but I feel like it's up to you whether you want to put that out right. there. Or do the mature much. thing, right? And right. ignore that and do use your tools and shit. Right. Yeah. That's right. what I'm saying. It very much boils down to how petty you want to be in certain situations. And I think... And for what, though? Well, I was going to say, and then I think as time goes by, you might decide that it's not worth it anymore to do that. Like, you know, if you're one of those people that wants to just fight off rip a lot of the times, right? Like, you have to really control your anger, emotions, your ego. You have to see what that boils down to. Like, you know, it will be petty of me to whoop this person's ass, but at the end of the day, like, they ain't going to say shit else. And so it's like, yeah, that was petty. But then after you've done that so often, you have to realize like, all right, well, I'm whooping ass out here, but then I'm losing shit. So I'm not going to be this type of petty in the situation. I'm going to be another type of petty. And so you're just not petty anymore, I feel like. But there are still certain situations where I don't feel like I have fulfilled enough of my petty destiny. Because I'm very reactionary <laughs> with my petty. Like, I try to really stay on my own lane a lot of the time. And then there's yours just... be a reflex. Uh, look, I... T- <laughs> Because, you know, I'm real quiet and I just try not to bother anything, not anybody, anything. I don't want to make waves when I walk into a room. I just want to walk in, get what I got to get done. I don't even like shopping. Go into the store, get what I got to get, go. That petty, like when you take me out of my element, that's where the petty's like, I got this. Like, you can just stay where you at. I got this. And it's just autopilot. That ain't true. He lying, (laughs) y'all. It is. You know it is. Asante. Love he is lying. It. I mean, wait, now, will, listen, when we I can get be into sitting petty, somewhere, when I don't I give it, a damn. We can be, we gonna tell, we gonna tell, tell it. We'll tell it. Let's we tell can it. be somewhere. <laughs> Look how you're smiling. Good, you everything know. is fine. The element of petty. things are fine. He is not affected. <laughs> like we just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Asante will be like, he will point out something and usually draw from a reference, <laughs> something he knows that I'll remember or something that he knows that I know of. <laughs> He'll offer some sort of context, and boom, that's what starts it. And then it's just the floodgates are open, and the pettiness ensues. So it's not I like always. How tell people I'll be stuck. It's the truth. So it's not. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Is it all of it? You that know what? Is the See, whole truth. That was the petty about to just take over. You heard me? Is it all up? Like I was about to go. I mean, it's See, the truth. So. See, uh, for me, I'm results oriented. So yeah. that's always the question that pops up in my head. <laughs> Where is this petty going to take me right now? It's never. And is it worth it? Ever. ever. Supposed to take you to resolve, to resolution, <laughs> ever. to betterment. Which nothing. is why it doesn't fit yeah. my schedule. And I that been, makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Friend, I have wasted my own time for years in different <laughs> arenas. So then I guess it's somewhere down the road. I just said, it's okay. You have already wasted this much time so what's a couple more seconds or a few more words at this you know and it's like but then you keep doing that I know it's a cycle I told you I've been trying to break it get off the hamster wheel sometimes it's minimized and sometimes it's just like a a application running on the background and other times (laughs) the window it's just half the screen I I do think that sometimes right now that people have popularized this word petty or this you know theory of people actually being petty Mm -hmm. I do think some people have used that as 
like a crutch or as a platform to be like snarky totally. in general mm-hmm. or just be anti or standoffish and then justify that behavior. But that's not true pettiness. That's laziness, and it's and it's something that it's like that's completely transparent. Yeah, you, you know that that's what it is when they say I'm, you know, I'm petty, or you know, no, you know, you just antisocial and you mad because ain't nobody coming over here asking you what your name is, <laughs> and so now what? No niggas at the club tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know that that them. You are funny. That's what that is. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So you uh, know. Well, and I think that's, that kind of ties into my next point uh-huh. when when we ask. When does it get tight? You are. Yeah, yeah, am I lying? Am I lying? I can't even take it right am now. Am I lying? <laughs> no, you right. Thank you. You on something there. I'm telling you. But that goes into my next point. Mm-hmm. When does it become immature? When when does it show that you are not dealing with something? When it you know is I mean? not There's something warranted. you're not dealing with. When it's not warranted. Now, pettiness, like I referred to it with me and Asante being in different rooms and laughing at shit, that's lighthearted, good-natured fun, and that's us literally being petty, being right. immature, instead of focusing on whatever we're there for or whatever. Right. But then you have people who are intentionally, like, mean and mean-spirited, and they seek out opportunities to be hurtful and nasty when it's unprovoked or when it's it's just not no reason for them to have that sort of attitude and that's when it becomes, okay, this is no longer petty, you just, you're sucky person like you're rude and disrespectful right and it's unnecessary that's not petty that's why people need to leave it alone and leave it to the people who know what they're doing but i blame the internet for that because the internet made everybody think they're a star and have an opinion and something to say yeah you know when there's a responsibility you have the best type of pettiness is intellectual pettiness one of my um favorite uh, petty pioneers. We will call her as April, Reign of April on Twitter. Come Some on. of the best pettiness you have ever seen in your funny. life. Like, that's good petty. So, I, you know, that's why I'm just not interested in, you know, the the lazy, easy jokes. You know, I'm tired of... The clapbacks Yeah, it's just not... And, and, it, and only... And, and with no... No... I don't know. Just no skill... No wit, no wit. You know what I'm saying? No cleverness, like nothing. I just, it just, it just, just, just so lazy. I just. But some people off. take it on as a persona too. Like I know people that their entire brands mm-hmm. are based on their pettiness. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Their entire uh, social persona and their interactions, and everyone, everyone has that person that they know that has like the muck face all the time and. It's like, oh, no, you know, they're just like this. And it becomes everyone around them has to almost, like, accept that they're like that. That's no fun. And I think that that's when it gets tired. Like, I get tired of people that are just, that just always have an attitude. Yes. And then we have to kind of work around it and be like, that's just them. And But when does that, like, is it just them or is it that they're just not dealing with some shit? You know what I mean? And I feel, I have a lot of cousins that are like that. Hey, if y'all listening, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Love y'all. But, you know, you grow up, right? That was good petty, see? (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of my family members, like, you know, and it's just like, I feel that, especially now, like you said, with the internet, it's really easy to use that as a persona. And I think it's getting really old. Mm-hmm. And an excuse. Like, I don't just flat out say oh, to it's people. it's totally an excuse. Like, I hate when people are like, sorry, I was just being petty. Like, I hate to be like, you were being, like, half the shit that I do is petty. Like, I know petty. This wasn't it. Like, but what, 
how do I benefit by saying I was being petty? This was petty. <laughs> so Furthermore, what, what is that declaration going to accomplish? That ain't going to do nothing but make me want to get your ass back. Well, no, so, you know when people come to you and they're like, you know, I didn't mean to be petty to you before. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, you think that was petty? Like, I don't want to be that person to even be right, doing that shit. Right, let's get petty. I didn't want to be to be petty to you before. Um, so what happened? That's petty, you know what I'm saying? That, right. yeah, so when you don't know or even know what the hell they talking right, about. Right, even that. And it's like, I hate that I'm that guy a lot of the time. But like I said, I've really been trying to shed a lot of these layers. But some of it, I don't just wear that on my sleeve. Because some people were like, yeah, you know, such and such is so petty. And people think that shit's cute. I don't think that it's cute for me to be petty. Like, for me, it's enjoyable. But it's some shit that is, like, not okay in the long run. Because that petty, like I said, it was a process. It came down from a lot of anger, anger and pent-up shit. But some people that just beef up their little petty, they're going to get their asses whooped one day because they're not petty for real. Furthermore, <laughs> especially when it comes to like, like public perception and stuff, you have to establish a relationship with like your audience. People have to believe in you. So if they don't think that you're like a just person in the first place or they don't think that like you good natured in general, you know what I'm saying? You, then your pettiness is not even going to be something that's attractive to anybody. People that are public you know, public person personalities and people that are visible when they're petty, it's only something that we enjoy because we know why they did that. And we agree like, yeah, you're justified in that. They wronged you or whatever. Or this person wasn't right. We get why you're doing that. You can't just be a person out here spewing hateful shit and just being petty for the sake of being petty. Cause then that's going to make us get you. Right. So like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, and obviously that's the, the, perspective I take with it is just the quality of life that that gives you. Right. End up old looking in the face and shit. You look at Wendy have... Williams. I look. hate to say it, but look at Wendy Williams. For real, y'all. You know y'all. what, though? She's a good example even though she is successful mm-hmm. like as far as status quote-unquote and materials and this and that. But then look what happens when she starts talking about Wendy Williams and yep. we're all laughing. Mm-hmm. No Literally. one can connect with her on an emotional level at this point because she's been so horrible. And her boobs are in the way. <laughs> can I give you a good example, she's too? She's been so horrible. Can you imagine hugging Wendy Williams oh my god her opinions of people the things that she's that she said has been so dark and heavy and just negative that then when she had that moment she was crying even me that I connect Mm -hmm. with everyone's feelings and I'm always like oh my god I was like just a hard blink literally I didn't feel anything and that's sad you know she's created that wall because that's what she's put out. She you can't even really connect with her on a human level at this point. You know who I think about? K. Michelle. Oh, gosh. So, you know how when she cursed me out or whatever, people thought she was being petty because the blogs were talking about her? Mm-hmm. It What would have been petty was you not saying, you're, uh, you're African from Africa with that afro on your head or whatever that shit was. It was like, why would you, as a black woman, with this... That's what she said? Yes, with this mermaid weaving your head, say some shit like that. That's not petty. Like, that's just stupid. You sound like an idiot up there. Right. And that's why people were clowning her for so damn long. And now she's sitting up here with the whole new face, fillers and that's shit. That's just anti-black like shit. Well, I mean, that's also why she got... I mean, if you really want to be... 
you know, karma Tag is the pettiest in. one of them all, right? Hey. And so I was there that night when, when she cussed Asante out. And when she referenced your hair, she was trying to say, she was trying to reference your hair as she in, like, say, you I'm are black, you black, you're supposed to be something. on her side. Right. But she was being petty and she tried, she used that as an opportunity to try to make fun of his hair. Like she thought she was going right? to be petty, right? And so that's cool. Everybody got a good laugh, whatever. So we ain't forgot. And here we are. How many years later? That was what, know. like, that was probably five years ago. I don't know. That video just comes up. That was about like, five damn. years ago. But here we are five years later. She's been on TV and literally gotten her wig snatched off. <laughs> and her braids were nappy and gray in front of everybody what? on national television. Serious? On her television show, came and, she, and guess what? I'm telling you, petty karma, that's the petty one. Not only did she get her wig snatched off, literally, not in theory or, you know, the gay way. She literally got her wig snatched (laughs) off on national television in the moment where she was in a confrontation being outed for having lesbian sex while she has a male fiancé. All these things that she didn't really, really want to, like, face publicly. The girl caught him out, snatched the wig out, and her braids was nappy, and they were gray, on a show called oh K. My Michelle, God. My Life. Wow. Now that's petty. So <laughs> God didn't gave it all back to her. I wouldn't I feel mean, no kind of way if I, I didn't was ha- you. I, would, I never did. I said I said petty would have really been me getting her, but I actually didn't care about what the fuck she was talking about. Like, are you mad at a website about some shit? Like, come on, the internet. The internet you know, always gets shit fucked up. I view, okay, I view <clears throat> petty on the spectrum the same as I view people who are too nice. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, op- like polar opposites of each other, right? It's a polarity. Both are looking for validation from people. Mm. Whether it's you trying to elicit a laugh or people being like, you so stupid, so funny, or the really nice person who just wants to be liked. But both come from you trying to have people like you for something that clearly isn't really you, but it's something you can just turn on to elicit a reaction. So I think, because one of... Your faith. One of um <laughs> one thing I'm learning even with like being really nice is that it doesn't mean with petty it doesn't mean that you should like let people walk all over you and always be the bigger person because I think what gets blurry is when should you be the bigger person and not say anything. Right. Ever always does petty mean that you're supposed to just like shut up when someone disrespects you? Not if it's a kid. <laughs> well, I mean, you that's know. different. <laughs> but if you're like you know, and the same thing with being too nice. It doesn't mean that you should always uh, hide under this guise of, I'm just being the bigger person. You know what I mean? I don't deal with confrontation. And I think what works, what is this leg cross? I think I what, works, fake nice. what works <clears throat> is, is finding the middle ground of both sides. You know what I mean? You don't have to be petty. You can, you can check someone without being petty. And I think that that's something that gets lost in translation, especially online and just with people taking on that persona. And even with being too nice, it doesn't mean that you should never check someone. You can totally check someone and still be a really nice person. I do it all the time. The best kind. (laughs) Right. So I think it's a balance. It's a balance that we're all kind of like trying to figure out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I like this I like where you're going yep it's a balance I'm trying to figure out no but legit it is it you is. know what I mean it feels like it that's why I was like I don't know if it's like an emotion there's autopilot that comes on yeah it's the journey <laughs> <sighs> but I, I I love uh comparing it to someone that's really nice because in my mind I really think it's the same shit you're both just putting on at the right end of don't the be day. all nice to me 
Shit. You know, and then so here's my question. When are you the bigger person though? When when do you uh after Chipotle? I was say at the end of Crab Fest. <laughs> okay. When do you tuck in your petty? When do you choose to tuck it in and not lash out? With Is there family, ever a time? With my family and with my friends. Mm. Um, not I shouldn't say that because I don't be feeling like I have to with my friends with my family yeah I have to but not with my family that's my friends like with my other family that's not my friends with right. them just because they're my family and I don't want to be disrespectful Um, and with old people just keeping it 100 like old people will really push you to the limit but sometimes they like will. who gonna like Nene said on the Celebrity Apprentice I'll never forget she said you can't she was talking about Dionne Warwick and she said you know you can't argue with a woman who's 70 years old because it just don't look right and that's literally the truth <laughs> you, like you can't like so those are areas where you show restraint that is too funny what about you when do you show restraint so you remember like forever ago when we talked about having the representative Mm-hmm. Like I think my representative is the one that tries to rein in the petty. Like when I'm in situations where I feel like I have to have extra manners. Like if I'm meeting someone's family or they live with people that I don't care about, and I'm just trying to like pretend that I do. I like rein in the petty because there are tons of times where I could just be saying shit, and I just try to be like, no, don't be petty. But even that note feels petty and I start to smile and then people are like, why are you smiling? And it's like the petty's coming out of my face. It like oozes out. But, you are so funny. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know, you I see me. It you, know, you see me like just start to smile out of nowhere. And like sometimes it's due to petty and I try to rein that in. But I really want to rein it in a whole different kind of way. Like it just not even pop up in my system. Oh, if you can forget that shit, <laughs> it's like riding really? a bike. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come right back to you. Boom. People be going to church like, oh, I didn't find the Lord. And you know what I'm saying? They be off the grid. They get off Facebook for about six months. And you know what I'm saying? Like, but they see, don't post online. Next thing you know, they be right back. My birthday coming up. And you see them with money on their shirt doing the ass <laughs> to the back and looking over the shoulder pose. They be right back being petty. It only lasts so long. You can try. But you are who you are. And so the the work, right, is finding the balance and knowing when to say when. And also applying it to do good. You can do good with oh, pettiness go. sometimes. You can. You can do good. Give us an example. On a petty note. I'm telling you, on a petty note, right? <laughs> say you finna quit your job, right? This, See, this is for all the... I knew, I knew this. I, look, I was ready. I already knew. This is for all of the executive assistants oh, out there, all the administrative oh, admins, you know, administrative assistants. It's for all of y'all. Say you about to quit, right? You have access to your boss's card, all these things, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, some money left in the budget that they're trying to hide off to the side so that the bonus can be fatter. Give it all to charity. <laughs> Give it to charity. You quitting that job? Run that car. Go donate to some charities. Help out some boys' homes, some kid, boys, girls' club. Kids always give money to kids. Spend all their money up. Give and, it to charity. And That's here's a good, good petty. One. Start free trials for things. That way, after you've left in 30 minutes, that 30 bill days will start. Out, mm-hmm. 30 days out, they get billed for something. They're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And it's a bitch for them to get it taken Make off. Make sure it's something they like that you told was free, too. Like, oh, they just sent us this shit? Look at this. I knew you was going to like this. And look, they didn't send these ones, too. Or, like, get the whole thing <laughs> so that they ones. can really use it. And then they feel like they got to pay them bills. See, That's how you get it. You see them. how it just taps in, right? You see how I was ready to mm-hmm. participate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> pay. Uh, but I think, okay. Mm-hmm. So, 
But how do how should people start? Don't you think people should start confronting? Like, let's say, let's use Asante as an example. The when you think to the moments that kick up the pettiness, right? As you're laughing because you're like, how many one? Look, <laughs> when you think of the moments that kick up for you, isn't it because there's something emotional that you're not? That you could... How do I word? I'm, like, trying to word it. Because you're being friend. And, and you're looking for the good and everything. And that's why I love you with all right. of my heart. But it ain't nothing here. <laughs> like, friend. It ain't nothing here. You can't... It ain't gonna... It ain't gonna touch, baby. The ends ain't gonna be... The pieces ain't gonna hit. No, because it's... <laughs> Patty, there's no good in it. This is the black cloud. Okay, like, I don't think she's looking nothing. for the good. No, I, it's not looking for the good. But I think that they're like I'm thinking of the people I know that are petty. Mm-hmm. It's always like you said, even them being antisocial. It's because they don't know how to deal in social settings. Right. Even in relationships, they don't know how to deal with confrontation. I don't know how to. I was just even about in to relationships, say. they don't know how to deal with X, Y. It always goes back to something you don't know how to deal with. So you put on this funny mask of pettiness because it gets you out it's a out of jail card that's how i view it and so i think when if you can look back <laughs> Sante, he agrees absolutely if you can look back to the situations where it kicks up it's usually something that made you uncomfortable you just didn't want to deal with it and this I mean, was you get out of jail free card i'm definitely not great at confrontation that's why you i went from it. that's why i went from like aggression to this pettiness right like you know it's funnier and it's easier well, no, it's just fighting with your fist to fight with your words and it, it's funnier <laughs> it is it's funnier because now I'm not sore and your feelings is hurt because you didn't I've, I've moved you out of character right. so you're right it's like as opposed to just being a, a resolving a conflict sometimes I'm just kicking up the dust more yeah but you gotta be it's a responsibility come with being petty now you gotta be able to back that shit up because oh, no, no, real no. pettiness, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying, will lead you to a fist fight. If you good at it, they're going to want to kick your ass, okay? <laughs> so you got to be, you nah, want to talk this about ain't no, This ain't no get out of jail ticket for the fight, now. <laughs> this is this is actually, you know, a fast pass this is a really to the fight. Awful story. So just be I'm ready, to, you know. global entry right here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> for real. So if you want to talk about petty, long, long time ago, me and some friends were at the cafeteria. I mean, the, the community center mm. uh, many moons ago. And it's the gayest community center BBQs. It was the gayest BBQs in New York. People, he's talking about Dallas BBQs I'm on like 23rd and 8th center. in Chelsea. I called it the and community everybody center. Everybody calls it the community <laughs> center. All of the, you know who be there. <laughs> I'm dead. So all these people, all I'm of. I'm thinking he's really talking about a center. Look, all the gays are at the community center. And out of all the gays, there's this table of like uh, women and men. And they are like laughing, having a cackle when I walked by. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is so funny? And they're just like laughing. And the girl's rolling her eyes and everything. And I forgot what the guy said to me. And I just said something like, that's okay. I'll see you on A for A later or something. Like I made a gay joke. And he got so up and out of arms by that shit. Like to the point to where I went, used the bathroom like it was nothing. Came, went back to my table. And some of the girls from that table and the dude like came over to our table trying to start a fight behind just that little petty statement that I made. Like, cops were called, like, the whole nine. Oh, my God. And so I had to say to myself, like, 
wow, that's power. But I also have to say, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn, like, not to say that I should have been like, hey, bro, it's not cool that you're laughing at me when I, like, you know, I don't know what the fuck to say. In my mind, you like, should have been like, nigga, damn, nigga, your dick must have got hard. Why are you over here? Like, <laughs> you, I must have been right. Right, like, exactly. All sorts of shit just popped off from that. And I thought to myself, like, all it took was this one that's little piece of That's when you get on your, uh, that's when you get on your mini mama and throw them chicken wings on their ass. You add BBQs and them sticky wings and BBQs, throw them all in this girlfriend hair, everything. Throw them all on them. Get when, them. When was the time that, aside from <laughs> that one, when was the time, was Dustin, got, that mm-hmm. Petty went wrong? Went wrong? <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I can't tell that story on this show. <laughs> I have to tell y'all later that one. But let me think. Went wrong or went there? Went wrong. Or there. Hmm. Whichever. <laughs> the one, the story, when it went wrong, I Ooh. literally cannot tell that story because it's like a, it's, it's, that it's a very adult story. So I can't, oh. tell, I can't tell that story. I have to leave some deets out of my story. But <laughs> um, went there, you know, I mean, you know. I told you my shit is based on a reaction anyway. So nine times out of ten, I'm I'm the staple singers. I'll take you there. <laughs> That's why I'm being petty in the first place. So it really every time. Oh. Um, but I can tell you one time when being petty went right. Okay. How about that? Let's do the positive. Positive. So long story short, <laughs> you still following. Um, I was on Twitter one day, and this was right when the Wiz. I've told this story before on the show, so whatever. Me and Cleverly, Cleverly Chloe on Twitter, we actually met. In a Twitter oh, argument, I was right. being petty because she was petty first. Oh, and so I got her ass back, and then she went to argue. And so everybody was in my mentions like, "No, she's cool." <laughs> and we had like some mutual friends, and they actually brought us. To, oh, so, friend, it actually brought us to resolution. Being okay. petty, there is us. Here we go, <laughs> you friend. Got her. You, go, you got Dustin. her. It did. There we go, right there. This actually brought us to resolution, and we are friends to this day. Like she be at my birthday parties and stuff. We like friends, like yeah. <laughs> and it's the but it started from us having a petty ass argument on Twitter. That is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys both have, uh, I think, a strong sense of humor, so, yeah. so you were able to let it go. We were able to laugh it off because you know she got me, I got her, whatever. It was good. <laughs> and I think because here's the thing with friends, I actually think it's funny. Like mm-hmm. me and my friends will be petty with each other when you throw jabs about shit you know about each other. Obviously oh, yeah. not in front of like people, right? But, and you know it's petty. Like if someone says something about your relationship and you be like, um, and bring up something well, about I'm this. Okay right. I'm like, now what? What was said? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not talking with him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know that level of pettiness to me is fun, especially when you both can take it. Like yeah. you and Chloe, you you it worked because you can both. Take yeah. It. You know, and I think that makes a difference. And I think that comes from my brother too. My brother used to fuck with me like nonstop right. growing up. He made me, you know, go back and forth with him verbally. And right. So like, you know, I can handle it. <laughs> well, okay. I guess what what advice do you guys have for someone who has taken on the persona of petty? Does it, you know, should they just keep it rolling? What happened to petty with the purpose? <laughs> It wasn't that a that thing? That needs to be a mug. I feel like some that was said somewhere. I don't know if we said it, if Kia said Shout out to Kia over at Getting Grown. Kia and Jade, our sisters over there. That's some good petty over there, I too. Mean, I mean, those wanna, are, that's a pettiness grade, master class. Hey, I'll never Jade, forget. Fucking Jade and Kia. I'll never that's forget. like petty mad. That's hilarious. Somebody was coming for Kia on Twitter, and she said, I don't give a crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery fuck. And I just said, <laughs> you know what? That's the one. That's the one. I need that one. 
I need that to let people know you don't give a okay. Uh. But petty with the purpose is what I leave people like Iyanla. <laughs> What Petty she, with a purpose. What it, absolutely like it just like a Yanla. What did she say when she sits down with people? She's you know, like, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> it's gonna be some times when you not gonna like me. You ain't gonna be able to stand me. <laughs> that's how I she can't. Gets. But that's all right. You gonna wanna fight me? But you can't beat me. That's, I'm gonna win. That's what she tells. A Yanli is my a Yanli. A Yanli is my. I'm gonna start calling that's her that. That's a cute little name. <laughs> I, I, I'm, that's her name now. A Yanli Ooh, is like my little cute girl. Little... That sounds like one of Kobe Bryant kids. Did he name that new baby Yanli? <laughs> Not Natalia, Gianna, and Yanli. <laughs> oh my God. What's that new little baby name? They got the cutest little baby. She's so know. precious. It is man. <laughs> Yanli, Yanli, she Iyanli, is like on Italia. my shoulder. That's a cute <laughs> like name. Like Bonnie Bella. <laughs> like Yanli Bella. I love it. I'm sorry, we going you all see, off track, but see? I love a dope dealer baby girl name. Week. Like you Not know what I'm saying? Dope dealer baby girl. Yes. Yanli be on my shoulder, talking about Patty with a purpose. She mm -hmm. be looking at me. I'm, like, I'm not gonna be Patty today, and she gives me that speech right there. Mm -hmm. Like you're not gonna like me. You're not gonna beat me. I'm like, damn it, Yanli, why not? No, and you pass her some gum because be you're petty. <laughs> and then we just decide to be petty with the purpose. And the purpose usually is for my entertainment. You were talking about how people are doing, how they do it for laughs. I realized that I am petty for my entertainment. <laughs> to and make yourself laugh. Not to make myself laugh, but I find a lot of things entertaining. And instead of addressing them or like tackling them head on, I'm petty towards them and I just am entertained by it as opposed to being an adult. And tackling it the right way. Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like I don't know if I'm... Like, when you get into it with certain people or you are petty towards certain people, not to say I, I feel like we're unevenly matched, but I feel like me trying to talk rationally might not work, so then I just decide to be petty. And I'm just petty with the purpose, because the purpose is at least you're entertained. What advice do you have, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got As no advice. I'm telling y'all, I don't. I listen more so reflection than advice. Y'all know that I am. I, am. <laughs> I mean, I just got to be real. I just have to reflect on that more so than advise y'all. So take it how you want it and live it how you get it. I'm transparent <laughs> like stockings, so I'm gonna keep it real over here. Like I am not giving nobody any advice. <laughs> I'm working on myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm just starting to see clearly now that rain has gone. You, you know, know what, what I mean? And make better decisions and shit and really try. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't have any advice other than that. Just try to be a good person and, you know, save it for when it's worthwhile. That's the advice I can give yes. you. Save it for when it's time <laughs> and when it's worthwhile because it's going to feel even better. So save it for then. Absolutely. I will say, I will leave this advice. Because we've done it for this episode, if you yourself out there resonate and you feel like you're a petty person, <laughs> sit back and wonder to yourself, why am I so petty? And if you feel like you are just out of line or out of order with your petty, really sit down and say, well, what the fuck am I doing? And try to work on being less petty or even compromise with yourself and be real. Be a different type of petty. And maybe something less, you know, like invasive or <laughs> something. I don't know. Just really work on yourself realistically. I feel like people just be like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to stop being petty. And then they think that's what happens. And then they cursing out the bitch at Starbucks in the morning. And it's like you still, you just started. Put a pin in that because that's actually what my wellness Ow! segment is going to be today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, what is your advice, friend? What are you going to leave the people with? Well, I agree that you should stick to your own pace. I think if you are in a petty spirit, then so be it. It's yeah, coming maybe. from somewhere. I think it's 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 kicking up because of something. 
You know what I mean? And I think trying to front, like, I'm going to change my ways and right, then be right. hella nice the next week. New year, it's new probably year. not very realistic. Yeah. Like I said, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum and you're kind of going to go up and down the spectrum as the situations occur. And I think what I base pettiness or being nice or the bigger person or not being the bigger person is on the results I'm looking for out of each situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best advice you can give. You know what I mean? Yes. If I want something resolved, is Petty going to take me there? No. So I know when to pull the card and when not to. If I, Am I trying to make you laugh? Petty will be pulled. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it depends. It depends what the situation is. Because sometimes, like you said, it can also be used as a comedic tool. I've been petty in situations where <clears throat> it was a little too serious. And I knew that my petty joke would make everyone <laughs> laugh mm-hmm. and make light of the situation and change the tone. Sometimes it works. So, But I think if you're petty as a persona, that's a little bit tired. Yeah. A little bit. Just Ain't a little bit. Doing that. It's Especially if you're a pastor. One time I had went to this church in Detroit and um, one of the guys that was with us had dreadlocks. And long story short, the pastor, he was one of the whinings too. I don't care. I'm telling. Uh, He was one of the whinings and he was a pastor in Detroit. I can't, I might as well tell the name of the church now, but I can't remember the name of it. Ain't that the joke? Mm. But um, it was one of the whinings and he said something about people coming in and they got hair down to their butts like girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what he said. We ain't even look gay like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm like, damn, like, how you going to start talking shit? You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be one of the whinings. No wonder. That's because the whinings ain't supposed to be preaching. They're supposed to be singing. See, he didn't know his place. Okay? And so, but I'll never forget that. So, on a petty note, ha, ha, there you go. And that's and that's why B.B. Winans left that amen comment on that Naked Boy page on Instagram. What? On a petty note. What? What are you talking on about? On a petty Rashida note. Rashida What? You ain't heard, you ain't heard that, voice, uh, that voice thing where somebody called uh, Rashida Store talking about something. Yeah, but that, yeah, but no. Because so <laughs> he's like in ninth grade. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm talking well, about. still calling about the boys being gay and stuff. I'm talking about B.B. Winans <laughs> leaving a comment it's on an Instagram picture. It's still gay. It's still gay. <laughs> well, let's Woo. move on. Yes. <laughs> to we this week's back. wellness segment. Oh, <laughs> Well, 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 well. <laughs> Shout out to Mavis Staples back in the throat. In your teeth. So that's why I told you to put a pin in it, Asante, because I, I like the advice. Yeah, bleeding. take it out. I think the advice you were giving is good because I wanted to turn this into a journal entry. Um, I know it sounds funny because it's like petty is just silly and funny, but we have to remember there are people who. Their level of pettiness is actually holding them back. True. So So that's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to those of you who are just funny with it because that's fine. We all have it. But I'm talking about that friend of yours that that always has that face. You can't take them anywhere because it turns into some kind of confrontation or a fight. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to a point where you don't even, even when they call you, you kind of like don't pick up the phone as much because you know it's going to be some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like that, friend. So Phaedra Parks, this is for you. (laughs) (laughs) And we ain't even covered petty and wrong. Never mind. 
petty and wrong. Yeah, you know, people be petty. Like no loud reason. and wrong. Yes. Somebody <laughs> petty to you. To be, <laughs> and it's like, no, actually, you're wrong. What the fuck are you being petty for? And you got to let them have it. I feel like that's the internet all the time. But I think, okay, so the, the journal entry, remember that we brought up the neuroplasticity article where it said that the biggest way to create change is when you create an environment around you mm-hmm. that... Um, I won't use the word positive, but it's one that you're thriving. Like when you feel good, you're doing things that make you feel good. You're interacting with your friends in a way that makes you feel good. We're all adults. We know when we're in a space where we're being assholes and we know when we're in a space where we're feeling good. There's a very clear difference. And so if in neuroplasticity, it's telling you that that environment, when you are feeling good, is the only way to create change. Like I was thinking... I was saying on Twitter this week that what I'm most proud of right now, because my life is like really improving and things are getting better and like every cylinder, everything's being hit. And even now, like I'm thinking of with the tour and the ecosystem that's been created where Claude and Chuck, because they're doing what they love and they're so happy they are able to make money in abundance where they can even fund a tour where I, because they funded it and I'm creating this thing out of my love for it, then we were able to add extra stops in Kingston. Yes. That stop, the money that we made in Kingston, we didn't keep it. We uh, sold, we, you hear me sold, we gave the proceeds to a charity org called E for Life, which we mentioned on nice. last week's right. episode. Those proceeds are helping young women, you know, ages 15 to 25, 26 that are uh, living with HIV and AIDS and helping them and their families. You see how it's an ecosystem? Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because we're all doing things that we love. And because we're doing things that we love, we're able to help. We're able to create change, not only in our lives, but the lives of people around us, complete strangers. I'll probably never meet those young girls in Jamaica, but I'm happy that my contribution trickling down from Claude and Chuck's contribution was trickled down from the artists that gave them a chance, you know, and took a chance on them when they weren't famous or known as writers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm talking about, of creating an ecosystem in your life of just good energy. Does that mean that your life will always be good because you're good? No, life is hard, but it will give you a better chance of good things happening and you attracting better people and better situations. So I think it's just something to consider with the neuroplasticity article, which I still think we should do an episode on that just because I think it's such valuable information and I was able to resonate with it and see how it fit in my life. So if you are a petty person (laughs) that's listening to this, or if you feel like it's kicking up in you more than you'd like, I think what you should do is... And we've done this before with the with the gratitude. Remember, mm-hmm. we had the gratitude jars. <laughs> I think it'd be really cute if you started uh, readjusting and kind of shifting the way that you view your day. Instead of focusing on who pissed you off or who talked to you crazy or who looked at you crazy and blah, blah, blah. Try to focus on three things and either do it as soon as you wake up or do it when you go to sleep. Three things that happened to you today that were amazing. Three things that happened to you because what happens is you'll train your brain to look at the good things about your day. And then the more you do that, and and mind you, this is a daily practice. The more you do that, the more you'll notice that a lot of good things actually happen. You're probably just not giving 
your mind the room and space to focus on them because you have kind of trained your mind to focus on everything that's shitty about your day, which can happen. You know, a lot of us are exhausted. A lot of like tragedies, even with internet right now, is heavy information, all negative. So it's easy for us to feel like, oh, everything's shitty. But if you shift your focus on what's not shitty, and it could be the littlest thing, like, right, who smiled at you that made you feel good? Who said something really nice or looked at you nice or... The man at the deli gave me back $5 instead of one. The man at the deli gave you $5. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, any little thing, you could have found a penny on the street. Like, try to count every little blessing in the smallest details to the biggest one. Because what happens is you start uh, shifting the momentum of good coming in your life. So that's just a little trick that I think you should try. Um, it ties totally ties into the gratitude jar, which we've discussed, where you, you know, put in one good thing that happened to you every day into this jar, like write it in a note. And then at the end of the year, when you open it, you'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is a really oh cute. And goodness. you get to, like, read all the nice things oh that God. happened to you. You know what I mean? So, but if you don't want to do the gratitude jar, I think keeping... Try for 30 days. They say it takes, what, um, 21 days for change to happen in your life, right? For for things to be restructured, for you to get used to things, for you to change habits. So let's try this for 30 days, though. Let's overextend ourselves. And the, the new, you hear me, the new year, the new month is coming up soon. Yes. What, in about a week and a half? So I think you should try it now. Okay, what if? I make a jar full of things, petty things that I could have said but didn't. So then at the end of the day, I can open up the jar and just laugh. Like, I can read all the little petty things that I didn't say. I mean, that's cute to a petty jar. <laughs> but I'll do it. Every time I'm about, you know what? And I'm going to just write it down and remember to put it in my petty jar. Later. And I think, too, what's cute, too, as a journal entry, aside from the gratitude of the good things of the petty jar to make yourself laugh, it's also... Because I think for me, when people ask me, like, oh, how are you always so nice? Or how do you always choose to be the bigger person? Like I said, I'm results-oriented. So everything that I shift towards is based on the results. That's right. why when people are like, well, what's your source for this and that arcing? I always say, <clears throat> I'm my source. I don't listen to anyone else. I'll take your advice, but then I have to put it, uh, I have to apply it to see if it makes sense to me. So I feel like... What what has worked with not being petty is that it has not advanced me in any way, whether it's how I engage with people online, uh, the brands that I want to work with, the kind of life I'm trying to lead, the kind of change I'm trying to make. Petty doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. You know what I mean? It doesn't fit the schedule. And that, like I said, that doesn't mean that it doesn't kick up. Of course it kicks up. I think it's human nature. But you have to decide what it is that you are trying to create, like what's the environment you're trying to create in your life, and then act accordingly. That's right. You know what I mean? Speak, think, live, breathe accordingly. And then that's how you create your reality, so to speak. So I think even with a journal entry, maybe you should write down five times that you held your petty and what the results were. Five times that you didn't hold your petty and what the results were <laughs> and decide which results fit where you're trying to go. That's how you create a blueprint of where you need to be. 
<laughs> so I wish I could see <clears throat> Dante's face. Because you know where I'm trying to go. <laughs> but then I think about where I'm trying to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so just, you know, a couple of different... Uh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> a couple of different ways to shift your day, shift your mind, your perspective, and how you're feeling. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Support for this week's episode is brought to you by Third Love. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for you. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes AA through G and half cup sizes. Ooh. And that's Third Love. Third Love uses thousands of women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. There's a perfect bra for everyone. And you can find yours in just seconds by answering a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder. And now you can try one of their best-selling bras free for 30 days. Just pay $2.99 for shipping. And one of Third Love's signature 24-7 bras is on its way to you. Cut the tags off. See how easily a perfect fitting bra fits into your life. Wash it. Wear it. You might even forget that it's on. Ooh. If your third love bra isn't your new favorite, you can always return or exchange it for free. So go to thirdlove.com slash friend now to find your perfect fitting bra and try it for 30 days. That's thirdlove.com slash friend to try your new favorite bra for free. Now let's move on to Mr. Music, man. There's a lot of fucking new music. Mm. So I know you got a wow, wow. <laughs> Speaking wah, of wild wah, wah. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna. <laughs> you did it. Well, 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 we're back again with another Music Man segment. To kick off this segment, I would like to say that I started a moment on Twitter that lists all of the playlists that I have put up on Twitter. Oh, cute idea. So the moment has literally every playlist that I have created on both platforms. Remember, a couple of the playlists are only available on Spotify and only on Apple Music. Those two or three I will not be reproducing. All of the other ones you should find in order on the moment on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter, at Asante. It is pinned to my profile as a moment. With that said, let's just get into all this new music. Oh, actually, let's start with an icebreaker. And I'm then, scared of these now. What you mean? Like? <laughs> you put us in hot water last time. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend did that. <laughs> anyway, this one comes from the emails. Shout out to Amber. Uh, don't forget if you want to email us anything, as well as suggestions. A lot of you do send suggestions to the emails. I have been checking them. Uh, the email is thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. So Amber writes XXL Freshman 2017 list, right? The new cover for the XXL Freshman list has come out, oh, and gosh. I was just wondering if you approve of who's on the cover. Who do you think should have been on it, and who didn't you see? Uh, who who didn't you see it for that somehow made it? I wish No Name and Saba were on it, but there's quite a few on there that definitely belong. Peace, love, and blessings. So I was thinking maybe we could do a little bit of a remix to this. So um, you do you know who's on the cover? Uh, barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> so the thing with the for those of you who don't know what Double XL is, it's a magazine, and every year they drop this uh, list of rappers who you know are up and coming and the should be the freshman class. The freshman class. Um, I want to remix this icebreaker, and maybe instead of it just being rap oriented, it just being artist oriented. So let's oh, pretend Double XL just had the freshman class of music, or like the freshman class of summer jams, right? And like just name two or three people you think should fit onto that. 
She's not new, but I would love to have seen Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Yo, because Cardi I B's just been love her. She's so dope to me. Bodak Yellow, the jam. Do you hear me? <laughs> right. I think she's growing as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, she's putting it in work visually, her style, her bars. I just like to see someone that's working on the craft. That to me just says something. So I just and I love her because she's and she looks me. good and she loves touring. I feel I like she loves see, going to just, perform. Man, seeing how her life is changing is just awesome. So Cardi B, um. I'm like, who else is is low key up and coming though? Do you have one off the top of your head? I got two off the top of my head. T Grizzly, um, a new rapper out of Detroit with a song that's blowing up all the clubs and and just the streets. Period. Called First Day Out. The jam. It sounds like um, Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares intro. It's that same kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And today I saw a tweet that he was actually doing a remix to it. So it's almost like we're gonna get Dreams and Nightmares Part Two. It's Meek Mill rapping over the First Day Out beat by T Grizzly. So he's getting a lot of shine, a lot of action right now. So he definitely should have been on there. And Cash Dial. Cash Doll should have been on the cover. Cash Doll been out, no? But Cash Doll is like really, really visible right now. Oh, like blowing up. Yeah, and she's still independent. And so like right now her visibility is at a point where she literally deserves, she opened up for Drake. Like she deserves to be on the XXL cover. She has Mm -hmm. a following, a dedicated following. So I was just surprised. I know she doesn't have a deal and I'm not sure if T Grizzly is signed or not. And I think that that kind of plays into a part. I don't think you have to be signed. Do you? I don't know. I'm I don't not think sure. so. I don't know. Sabrina Claudio. Oh, yeah. I definitely I feel like, project. yeah, she's, she's, super sexy. she's a nice contribution to the music scene. She should have been on it. Well, Riley Burris. I, Riley Burris, Candy Daughter. She should have been on the XXL freshman class. I thought I was going to play it, but then <laughs> I decided not to. <laughs> You know who, like, if they ever did open it up to people other than rappers, and I'm always going to say this name. Kylie Red, India Sean. Oh, my God. India, <laughs> India Sean should just be on everyone's list. She shouldn't be on a freshman list, but she should just be on everyone's list. Oh, right. Like, just forever. Deserves it. I saw her tweeting today. Somebody uh, was shouting out India and James, that one son song, and they were like, how come this never blew? And I just want to shout you out, India, because you know I love you. Oh, she's a good one. Um... Who else? I don't know. All the people that I want to name, nobody's going to really know. There's this kid named Berhana. I put him on a playlist a long time ago. It's B-E-R-H-A-N-A. And he has a song called Grey Love, which people are, might be familiar with. But on that same project, there's a song called... Uh, it's called Janet. And he, it's, he sings it a Mrs. Hubert, as in Janet Hubert. Um, <laughs> I don't. So it's a random. really weird. Oh, but the song jams and his vid, his videos look really cool. Like him riding the bike in a white outfit, and then towards the end they throw paint on each other. You know how I live for the black boys and the colors and all that. Yeah, real moonlight esque. So Daniel Caesar. Oh, Daniel Caesar. I think he needs to have way more of a spotlight on his work. For sure, I saw him in a picture with Rick Rubin this week. So I'm like, ooh. I wonder what they're mm. whipping up. Somebody told me, um, uh, damn, Barry Gordy, well, his daughter, that Barry Gordy and Diana Ross' daughter, Diana Ross' oldest daughter, mm-hmm. what's her name? Rhonda Ross, Rhonda, right? yeah. You know, she do music. Somebody told me she was supposed to be on the XXL freshman cover and shit, but some like the politics or whatever. <laughs> That's it. They ain't let her do it. But I heard Rhonda Ross was supposed <laughs> to be on the XXL on the freshman list, you know. Who you going to say next? Rachel? Ain't right. <laughs> Think Rachel should be on the list too. From Caribbean Rhythms. 
the Rachel. Oh, I used to love Rachel. She was from so Caribbean dope. Rhythms. Rachel. <laughs> she was so beautiful to me. Oh my god, yeah, that was so random. She was. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. <laughs> Sis obviously should be on there. If oh that was a yeah, thing. well yeah, I think she's not up and coming, but yeah. Well, this is like her first like project that Album, people see right, her as, right, 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 right. like as the sis, right? The sis. Even though she went on that tour forever ago with um, Janae, SZA was on a tour with Janae and uh, the internet. You know how Sid is the internet too. Ooh, like, that's way a show, before. baby. It was. I went with like Crystal, and you know what? This was forever was it good? ago. Yes, and Fury hosted it. I remember this. Are was, you kidding this me? This was a long time ago. I I just Holy remember. Shit. Man, that was a nice. They need to do that again. <laughs> Yo, word that's up. a perfect combination. I mean, it was bomb. It was super bomb. Wow. So, I think Sizzle definitely should. She obviously deserves all the shine. That project, I can't stop listening to it. Yeah, I like it. You I got finally another... got a chance to listen to it. So, what are some of your faves on it? Um, well, you still. I know you just love Drew Barrymore. I of know course. that's just my favorite. <laughs> it hasn't changed. I mean, there is nothing wrong. I with do that. love Supermodel more now, though. <sighs> and well, you keep talking because I gotta look up the names. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember off top. Okay, so supermodel definitely. Well, the weekend is cool, but the message has me That's a little be, like. Look, I don't know if look, I, I love this. a good little sexy song, but it's just when she be saying some of the parts, I'd be like, "This is some like hell no." Like she's telling him, "I want more days." I'm right. like, "Like no, this bitch, is I want wrong. all the days." Okay, I don't <laughs> even though she explained it right, and it's not what I thought it was. Like I thought she was just being trife. Like I know you got a girl. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like one of those and girls, see, and that's people, I was like. I I can't connect right. to this. I knew people were going to take it like that because that's exactly what happened, I feel like. Because it's what it seems like. Like with Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Sullivan, when she initially dropped that song, Mascara, and she was like, I got my hair and my ass fake, but so what? And people oh. were like, damn, Jazzy came out a whole now. It's like, no. If like, you would shut up and listen, <laughs> you would know. But when she, but before I heard The weekend when they were talking about The Breakfast Club, I'm like, damn, she had a whole song on there? But she was breaking it down. So I was like, oh, okay, Yeah, cool. her explanation was that <laughs> The guy, she's not telling the guy, like, I'm going to take you from the other girl. Is that no one belongs to anyone. She and doesn't she's belong to him. He doesn't belong to her. The other girl doesn't. So she's saying, we're all just like doing our thing and figuring out how to make it work. So in that case, cool. It changes the song. I can listen to it in peace. <laughs> because I was not, I was like, this song is some gutter snipe ass shit. Yeah. Like, I could Look, not connect. I just, I just know they're going to play that on an episode of Love and Hip Hop. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, all I need is a scene of Jocelyn walking down the street in slow motion to Stevie J okay. and they play The weekend. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what other song yeah I love the supermodel I still love Love Galore mm-hmm. yeah her singles were perfect The weekend. Drew Barrymore Love Galore and Broken Clocks are all perfect singles Normal Girl yeah, oh twenty God. something is That's cool the one too. Twenty something is cool. I guess it's hard to pick. It's, it's, it's a good. It's a solid effort for cohesive. sure. Yes. Yeah. I still can't pick like a two or three or five. Like I'm like the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Because she just did so many different. But Drew Barrymore is still my favorite. <laughs> I want to see is. her sing "Garden Live." Yes. And mm. and I'm gonna. I want to see <laughs> at Afro Punk. <laughs> I want to see her and James perform "Fucking Wavy," and I want them to do the whole thing. Like I want them to be like, keep going. Extended version. Yes. They should have like they should do a wavy on the BET awards and have like a hundred niggas walk out with brush waves brushing their hair. 
Like taking their do-rags off, oh brushing their hair. Because the way they Yeah, for the BET Awards. That's just, how you do the BET that, Awards. you on something. Yeah. She just has a, a, bunch of fine, a, a, bunch of, a bunch of fine-ass niggas coming out, brushing their hair, chewing gum, walking, and then she just doing her little thing. Or she can even have Tokyo make her a, a 360s wig, like a brush wig. Tokyo no can make hair. any kind of oh, hairstyle. For, for the guys. So he can. She don't need no Tokyo more can make sizzle. Let me SZA tell you how bad Tokyo no Styles way. is. <laughs> if Tokyo can make, can give SZA, <laughs> if Tokyo can give SZA right some Christian Combs 360s, you know Puffy Sun got waves. <laughs> if she can give him, if Tokyo can make her a wig look like Puffy Sun's hair, he bad, man. Have you seen SZA's hair? <laughs> yes, that's and what I'm saying. <laughs> tuck it under braid it like you in jail Not you don't want nobody to try under. to fight you braid it like you in jail <laughs> yeah, you don't want nobody to fight you cause your hair long you know they braid it and then tuck it <laughs> under the bottom it's real that was a lot of new music I mean I, I don't remember up. the last time when I pressed new releases and it was I don't know wow, where to start wow, wow. <laughs> right let's start with Wild Thoughts okay Wild Thoughts has been playing every fucking where DJ Khaled Rihanna they got a Bryson hit on Tiller hands. People Sampling don't like Bryson Tiller on it. I've seen people asking for a version that's edited. I personally like him on it. I think he sounds great. I think I, he sounds great too. I think it fits his his uh, tone. I, the, the the delivery fits his tone. And I feel like it fits his style of music. And it's a completely different way of doing it because he loves to do that sample vibey thing. So if he had that sample island vibe thing to go with it, like. Khaled should work with Bryson on some more stuff. Agreed. But I feel like Khaled works with a whole bunch of singing-ass niggas anyway. Because you remember he did that song where he had Trey songs and Chris Brown and August Alcina all on one track. I'm like, why do oh, you have to yeah. do all this? You sound like a nursery. You sound like the neonatal <laughs> unit. Did That's that what do, it like. like, like a, <laughs> Everybody was whining. That's what it sounded It didn't like. do well. I really don't remember the I, song, to be honest. I feel like it did well, but only because I feel like all Khaled songs always do really well. And then it's like, Khaled just got a bunch of tracks doing good. Not a nursery. I'm just not. I'm just not there. Wow, wow, wow. And then, um, oh, damn. who else is there? Hit the mouse. Um, that should go onto the, the, the list. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what? Pharrell, Calvin Harris, and Big Sean oh, have yes. a song together that I love. It's called Feels. Yeah. Right? Feels. It is such a good, especially because it's the first day of summer. I think this is that song where you put you uh, lift up your window and just like dance around your house. Actually, it's too hot, so maybe not turn your AC okay. on. Dance around your house, and it's such All a good song. Up. It's definitely a tie your t-shirt and a knot in the back song. Yes. That's such a good way of describing it. Such a fun song. I totally love it. And even Katy Perry sounds good on it. Oh, <laughs> I was just about to tell sitting here thinking like, huh, and then Catherine is on it too. I was right. like, let me, not, let me not be petty and leave her out of my description of it because it is a good song. I really enjoy it. I dancing think she like great. she dropped something. When Katy Perry be dancing, it's like she dropped something and she's trying to pick it up. You know how you ever drop something you'd be like, you try to move down, try to pick it up before oh it hit the floor. God. That's how I Try look at Katy Perry be dancing. <laughs> and then who else is there? Two Chains dropped that whole project. Two Chains. Hey. What is it? Pretty Girls Love Trap. Pretty Girls Like Trap. Like Trap. I think that it was super dope of Two Chains, aka, you know, formerly Titty Boy. Hello. Atlanta native to drop this whole bomb ass project and to do that damn pop up in Atlanta. My two favorites are the one with Sway Lee. Yes. Oh, yes. And the one with Pharrell. Yes. Yes. Bylon. 
I don't okay. remember what the one with Sway Lee is called. And that, that's the one I was listening to on the train when the lady was asking me to turn my music down. Poor fool. Poor fool. Poor oh. fool. Oh. Poor oh. fool that lady was. No. Sorry. Imitates like dead. every time, Hello. don't it? Look, Those see, are my two faves. It would have been petty of me to say to that to show the lady this is called Poor Fool. And that's you right <laughs> and just now. Just maximize it on this the your song. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, actually. I have to turn it up. Yeah, it was good. I love the cover, the concept. I love it. The marketing. He's I on. love Trap Check. I trap love when check. that beat changes at the end of Trap Check. I love the song with him and Monica. Burglar, burglar the bombs. Last, oh, burglar. the last, the last track. track is yeah, bomb. I love that. I even like the uh, OG Kush Diet. Oh, I love that. There. I love. I love the whole Rolls Royce, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just like shit like that. Ooh. So I love that. Um, also, her dropped her volume two. Yeah, Who? She did. H E R her. Who? See, here we go with these names again. <laughs> they, her. I can't. I can't help you, sis. Like her. H E R. Who? Okay. Well, Tamar. So she dropped her volume she her. two. <laughs> um, Tamar did drop some music, but did I did she? not listen. Recently. They, well, she was on View. Oh, you know, I watch View on a Three on YouTube. And she was recently uh, listening to doing I the music. That. I didn't watch it. Okay, so can you spotlight? Was the music good? Anything we're talking about? It wasn't about no music. Oh. It wasn't about no well, music. You know, I, I love Tamar. It wasn't about no music, it? though. <laughs> I'll tell you about it that later. I love, well, I will get it the info on that later, but mm-hmm. she did not actually drop no new music. So shout out to Tamar for me trying to find what she didn't have. She's been performing, though. She's been oh. having a whole bunch of dates lined up. She's, she's performing her ass off. What is she performing? All her hits. And she got a, a new song called My Man that she wrote about that oh, lady yeah, stealing I, her mama husband. I, I, I'm familiar with My Man. Mm-hmm. And her, and when she played that song in the studio for her mama, her mama was like, well, it ain't really happened like that. <laughs> I was like, damn, why you gotta act like She's that? She's still mad. Nail his ass to the wall. <laughs> Iman Omari dropped a new song. Oh, really? Yes, you know, I'm a huge fan of his. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Um, Yeah, and it's actually with Anna Wise, who is an artist that is low-key slept on. She's really dope. She's done a lot of work on Kendrick. She does all of the <gasps> vocals. That's the girl that sings on the Kendrick. Anna Wise. Oh, yes. my God. Anytime you hear vocals on Kendrick, it's Anna Wise. I don't know why she hasn't blown up. She is amazing. Yes, Definitely check is. out her own projects. But um, she has a song. Yeah, she's a song with Iman Omari called Move Too Fast. Yeah, so um, I love Iman Omari. (laughs) Her first track on this is called Coconuts. I'm downloading it. Yeah, and it's really good. Um, Who else? Who else has stuff out? Big Boy. Shout out to Big Boy's album. Yeah. Um, I heard it's really good too. I haven't listened yet. I just ain't had time. This has been a lot of music, man. It's just too much. Listen to Lord. I did listen to Lord. Lord now, is I out. will say, I, I like the project, but and I hate to even be that guy, but it's just not the magic that their first album gave me. No? no? No, not at all. I guess you'll never be royals. Like, <laughs> there was a whole thing that went in line with that, like, tennis court, buzz cut season. Like, <gasps> tennis all that court. Album. Oh, my God. Glory I just and felt gore. that in my soul. I used to love I mean, that was an album Lord. for me. But, that, but the new one was, all right, it's cool. It's got some tracks on it. It didn't do for me what I, like, needed it to do. Majee Jordan dropped a new song, too. So, Miss so many people. I only... I like him. He's I l- just an OVO filler for me. They all sound like about the same. <laughs> oh, actually, I do like that song. I saved that one because he's got... Who, who's on it? Um, On his... I don't know if it's a project. I think it might just be a song. Yeah, it's a song. Yeah. But I forget the one that I like that he did. I actually had it on one of my playlists for, <laughs> for Spotify, but... What was it called? Oh, 
at any way. It'll I just know they me. got that blue ass cover. Looking like little boy, boy blue, and I just be like, "Look at this blue ass cover." <laughs> but yeah, a lot of new music. Lots a of new lot music of new music this week. I'm still listening to SZA, so have yeah. fun. <laughs> have fun. I'm going back new to Anderson Pack. I was listening to Anderson Pack mm. at Mo's house. The Malibu mm. project. That's the one he was playing, and I was like, "Parking wondering. lot is, <sighs> y'all. If you don't know who Anderson <laughs> Pack is." Go listen to the Malibu album and listen to Parking Lot. I don't know why Parking Lot has just been, like, my frequency. I've had it on repeat for, like, three days, my poor neighbor. (laughs) It's just... mm, I was just just asking... I was just asking why Anderson Pack hasn't really, like, blown up. And Mo was like, he's too slow. And I was like, what do you mean? Because on... On that award show, maybe a year or two ago, he was like there. He was playing the drums on something. He's got lots so of personality talented. and stage presence. Oh my too. god, he's a firecracker on yeah. stage. Like I feel like he was just about to like really pop. He was even on that new Catronada, and people were really feeling him on touring, that. But he's touring, you know. I think that's oh well, what that's it where is. your money is. So go ahead. Yeah, but I think that's what gets tricky because that glowed up record with Catronada is so good. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Um, God is so good. I was so actually bomb. listening to it on the train on the way here. But when you're touring, you still have to put stuff out. Right. You know, because I think you forget that, yeah, you're touring and seeing your fans in real time, but then the ones that are online that aren't on the tour with you or in the cities, we, to us, it just looks like you, you're not right. around. Like Miguel. Like, where's Miguel? Oh, don't get me fucking started. Where is Miguel? He could very well be touring. I have actually have no idea. I'm sure he is because he, he's always touring. But for us, it's like he's been MIA. Right. For like, what two three years now? So I think it's the balance you know, of like to touring and putting stuff by, out. Okay, <laughs> she I'm can stop saying. letting her love adorn them now. Can you give him some breathing room so okay. he can get back in the studio? Damn, I love Miguel. Oh, Where you at? I'm sure he'll drop soon. I have he a better, feeling. and I, and I have like a feeling. That I'm trying not to hold soon. it against him, but I I'm still not. want that "Kiss It Better" remix oh. that he was supposed to do. Maybe on the next album, it'll you be know. Bonus. I just want Miguel whenever he does drop for it to be right. Like I liked the last album. It took a while for me to really like get into it because he always puts out these like moments and pieces. So the last project was that, but it was so different from some of the other stuff he'd been doing. Very it's very different. Which was heavy. Very. And which his other stuff was already different on its own. So for me, it was kind of like, all right, now now you're kind of going in a different lane, but backing away from me. Yeah. But then I had to really get into what the full story was of the project. And after that, I was like, okay, cool. So I will be patient and wait for him to come out as long as it's like a really good project. Like when SZA dropped her shit. It'll be good. I have a feeling. I loved Kaleidoscope Dreams so much. It's just so hard to top that. So I'm not even looking for it too. Right. There were moments on his last album that were good. I just want more music. He makes great music. And shout out to Simple Things because that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Lyrical content, the melodies, everything. is just The video. Oh, so cute. I love Miguel. He's like my ideal artist. I think he's literally perfect. He is. He's amazing. Amazing Amazingly artist. talented. Him and Anderson Pack. Anderson to me is like if I was a if I had a label and I could pick my dream artist to represent my label, mm-hmm. it would be Miguel, Anderson Pack. Like I have I love like instrumentalists, writers that also have like electricity on stage, you know, because mm-hmm. that's a hard package to find, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. Did you listen so to No Worries? Yes, I liked it. Anderson Pack and um, Knowledge? Yeah, Knowledge actually put something out this week, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say, I a think new he just mixtape. Yeah, I just saw the promo for it earlier. 
Yeah, it was really good. See more stuff. I love anything that they do together too. Yeah, it's really good. So much yeah, music. Sir. Music therapy. Yes. Yeah, well, that is it for the Music Man segment. I'm sure I'm forgetting ten million things. Literally, because um, there was so many more projects. I'm just in Sizzleland up until just don't pull me out. Oh wait. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ray J and Chris Brown. <laughs> no, I I didn't mean go ahead. I mean like go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead. Now we're going. Why on would over they to... do that? Like why? You know how you just got to saying for him. You don't see how it adds to the resolution to the or anything. <laughs> why would they put out a joint project, Ray J a and whole Chris Brown? Project and it's called a whole burn my name. Is that what it is? Yeah, which, burn my name. <laughs> Man, we can go a di- couple different ways with that. Like, I, this is know. just like I'm when... I'm actually curious. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give it a chance. Well, Ray J does have a song called Anytime on that Radiation album that I love. I'm and it's only, an album cut. Ray J has had... S- some hits. hits. He I has. I was afraid to say that word, but he's had good songs. I'm only going to listen because people that put out it these dual albums randomly do have some gems on there. Like, I'm, <laughs> ain't nobody going to agree with this shit. On that stupid-ass face-off album that Omarion and Bow Wow put out, oh, shit. people was oh. front. People was front with that jump-off song when it played in places at the skating rink. Everybody was going off. <laughs> jump off, jump off, jump off. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> but I listened to it, and there actually was a couple songs in there. I was like, "Wow, we'll who would have thought?" Let's all listen to it and report back next week. Okay, I'm okay. willing to Deal. do that. And I give it, game. give it a chance. Oh, I absolutely listen will. with an open I'm a, mind. I'm gonna smoke heart. my good weed to it, okay, <laughs> to give it a real good chance. And I'm sure that Christopher Maurice will be singing his ass off. Yeah. And Ray J, if you are listening, I do want a scooty bike. Oh, I do too. Them Raytronics bikes. Absolutely. I want one. Yeah, absolutely. I want one. Lie. Ray J, when care. you bring those to the East Coast and try to make that a thing in New York City, we I, got you. Like the friend zone, we here. <laughs> we and they ain't going out of style like them hover boys. They're going to stick no, around. We should ride them into Afro Punk <gasps> on stage. Oh my God, if we did the Scooty Bikes at Afro Punk, that'd, that'd be, be so, so adorable. Yes, Until you fall off the side. I'm not falling. <laughs> Well, let's go on ahead and take it on over to TV land. Dustin, Yay. what you got for us? You know, this week we're going to switch it up. You switch know, up. we don't ever want to get stagnant. So switch we're going to switch it up this week. I want to talk about American Gods. Have you guys oh, been watching? No. What's that? American Marvel? Gods is a new series on show. I mean, on stars. Now, I don't know all the specifics. So you guys that are fans of the show, please don't get mad at me. I only watched two episodes. And if you watch the show oh, and you listen to me. this show, then you know that that was a lot for me. <laughs> now, the show is about these people that have these extraordinary powers and this whole underworld yes. that exists. And they're literally like modern day American gods. Like there's this black lady. I can't remember how to pronounce her name. And maybe Bill Quise, Bill Keese, something like that. Marquise. Um, Shakisha I don't know but she has a she's the goddess of love and so she has these sexual partners and that's how she they feed like her soul oh my god and she they don't come out Oh. They go in, but she's they keep... a man eater. Oh, shit. I'm thinking you she's actually like... a people eater. We just gonna put it like that. <laughs> oh, so it's but, anybody. I mean, I mean anybody? You know, these niggas for everybody. So, <laughs> so, um, but American Gods is good. And the reason one of my friends told me to watch it, and so I watched it. Um, and you how know, how far in is it? I is made it, it to the, well, the season finale just came on, um, this week actually. Mm. And, um, it's just cinematically so beautiful. 
And it's such the way that the stories are written and the to see these actors. For me, I'm watching it for more from like an actor's perspective and like to see them playing these roles like Shadow Moon, the main character who is discovering this whole world of all these gods and these people that he didn't know existed in. His wife, the dead lady, and then uh, Mr. Wednesday, the guy who is like the mastermind of the whole thing. And there's a real life leprechaun who spits out these coins and he has this magic coin. And it's just a good show. So, I love it already. But uh, it's a lot for me because you guys know that I shy away from like the supernatural shit. Right. And I can't handle like scary shit. Yeah. I've been telling me to watch this shit. And this isn't part of like Marvel Universe no, or any of that? No, no. Oh, it's based wow. on a book, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And, and like Orlando Jones is in it. Yeah. And, you know Ricky Whittle? No. He like that fine little light-skinned Spanish something. I think he British or something. I don't know. He real like... I don't know, but he's on the show too. So spoiler alert. No, hell There is a scene where there's it's not intricate to the I mean, it well, whatever. There's a scene where Orlando Jones character actually goes back in time and he goes on a on a slave ship of like slaves that were being brought over from Africa to the US and he's talking to them saying like Y'all need to get up and like revolt. Like y'all Serious. talking about they gonna kill you. You already dead. That's what y'all don't know. Y'all might as well get up and take control of this ship right now. Get up and like fight. Cause I'm telling you, like he has that oh conversation. So God. things like that were fascinating. The special effects are like out of this world. Bear with me. I'm trying to, you know, it's taking me two weeks to watch two episodes, but it's because I got to take it in doses. I just can't take a lot of that at the same time. <laughs> it's a lot of blood, a lot of good. It's just a lot of stuff going on, mm. but it's a beautifully written story and watch. it's a beautifully shot I'm show. Sold. The characters, okay. it's, it's literally, stars? it's, yeah, it's, no, yeah, stars and it's fascinating television. I so, buy that on do y'all know? I was, you okay? You just took the words out of my <laughs> mouth. I was gonna video. say, can you add it on Amazon? I'm assuming, you know how Amazon but, lets you add mm-hmm. channels. And, and, is that I a think stars, stars is one of their things. <gasps> oh my, so can I check your login? <laughs> oh, no, <you're> t- <laughs> I like how he just okay. ran with that. <laughs> I was like, wait, we about to kill another bird with this stone. I'm, I'm holding it. Like the come on. only <laughs> thing that I don't like about the show. Oh. Is that the opening credits? Like the opening music is literally ten minutes long. Like, it feels like forever. Like, the, the credits come on. I have used the bathroom, fixed a plate, <laughs> washed my hands, and then went in the room and sat down, and the shit's still been going. So, like, they're going to have to cut that back. Season two, y'all start making cuts to the budget and shit, then production credits, they got to go. Because I don't need to know none of that. I can look all that up online. That's so, funny. That's oh, that. yeah, I like that you're talking about scripted stuff. Oh, yeah, we talk about, you know... Because I want, I definitely want to watch that. I'm sold. Yes, I'm and sold Queen Sugar comes back this week. I'm <gasps> so excited. Queen Yay. Sugar is back. Ow. And Power. Power is coming back this week. I'm so excited. Can't and Naturi Norton is the cutest true. thing pregnant. Who? Naturi Norton. Oh, that's she's right. so cute. Pregnant. I she saw her is. doing an interview. Uh, but she just looks so cute. So shout out to her. Yay! That's it. I ain't gonna take too much of our time. That's what about Claus? Claus is good. Oh, yeah. Denise. I haven't Denise gone in Nash. depth on the show yet, but I want to break it down just a little bit more because there's a lot going on on Claws. There's mm-hmm. so many things that capture my attention. TNT. TNT. Sunday nights and TNT. And I just, the, the dynamics, the way that these relationships are woven together is just, I've never seen anything like it. And you know I'm all about loyalty and, you know, camaraderie and just people supporting each other. And the relationship that Niecy Nash's character, Desna, has with 
her um the ladies that work in her nail salon i love it That's they're great. all so different mm-hmm. but they they just stick together and so you know that had me hooked by the sink. It's gorgeous. You actually know you gotta watch Claws. You know, I feel like y'all are gonna make me just get a damn TV. I'm sorry, Claws you might good. have to. Claws is good. <laughs> Karuchi actually doing her thing on oh, nailing yeah. it, acting her ass really? off, mm-hmm. acting her ass off. You know, I'm dying because um, this weekend I was at Claude's house and he we do this thing that is funny to us. <laughs> where we order like a bunch of food and we get on the couch and like our PJs. This is my best friend for those of you who don't know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And with Chuck Harmony, we've done this for years and we just uh, watch terrible like... <laughs> <laughs> So you was on Netflix with me watching that Marcus Houston, that Chris, the Chris Stokes films. <laughs> the man in 3B. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, Asante literally just walked out of the studio. But we were watching The Man in 3B. Wow. And then the movie with Karuchi. The one where... Where, the, like, her, her sister... Well, I mean, I won't ruin the plot in case some of you are interested, but... Okay, wait, did you see... The, is that the one where Professor Ogilvie was her daddy? No. Oh, that was oh that's another, another one. one. <laughs> Professor Ogilvie? There is, like, three of them that just put up, and Karuchi's in two of them. And I was like, why is she... Chris Stokes movies and we were watching it but the funniest part is that I was snapchatting because there was some random fireworks outside the window but from the window's reflection you could see the man in 3B playing and people on my snapchat were like I love that movie I was like no do you really and the fact that they knew what I was watching I was mortified because <laughs> I was like I hope they don't think I like it it was it was absolutely terrible awful and the funniest part that Claude pointed out that had us in tears we had to pause it and everything and we fell on the floor and like that kind of like hearty belly like tears coming out like drooling what you're happened? laughing so hard they tried to make it seem like they have you seen it you've seen it the, the 3B yeah. yes so they're on a stoop like the women are sitting on a stoop like 227 and actually um, Jack A was in the <laughs> on the stoop <laughs> crazy enough so the idea is that this is a building right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you think this is a building but then when you shoot, when you walk, when they're supposed to be walking in, it's actually a house. So they're going in and out of bedrooms, pretending that it's an apartment building. But they put the number next to the bedroom door, so it looks like an apartment door. And Claude was like, I'm lost. Is it an Airbnb? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and it looks shoddy. To think that this is, and they're like walking down each other's hallways, like if it's a hallway in a building. Oh my god, it's so awkward. Once you realize it, you can't stop laughing anytime there's a hallway. Not gotta watch it again just to see how bad it is all over again. <laughs> like it already looks real. Like please watch it again, and now you're gonna <laughs> look and be like, "This is a fucking house. This is someone's apartment." <laughs> the man but, in three B. Oh my god. If you, so many jokes. They all are really bad too. Like it's amazing. Like they they are like Kenya Moore productions. Like you can tell that they <laughs> oh are God. not that. But you have that part alone. Like it's so funny. But anyways, that, shout out to Kenya Moore. Speaking of which, she just got married over the weekend. Really? Yes. To who? She won't tell, and that's nice. how I know it's for real. Because she like is not that. budging. She ain't giving up nothing. And word on the street is Bravo was mad. That they ain't let that she ain't tell them shit because they ain't film shit. 
That's right. I she love didn't even it. let the cameras come in. Beautiful. So shout out to her. She looks like very, very happy. She's glowing. Yeah. It's good to see that. Congratulations. So. Did you see Matt's post? Which means you know she oh my God, you talking about let it go. Let we're gonna change Matt Jordan, her ex boyfriend's name, to Let It Go Louie. That's and, his new name. And the let man from three B go. The is Matt from, Jordan? No, but the man from 3B <laughs> is um that dude from Greenleaf, and I can't think of his name. <gasps> it is! Right, that's what I'm trying Which to, one from the Greenleaf? The son, the pastor's son. Oh, um, yeah, the one that played in the Tyler Perry movie. It was going yeah. with Jill yes. Scott. Oh What's my his God, name? You're right. I did not make that connection at all. Oh. I don't remember his name. Oh. Anything else, Dustin? No, that's it. Yay! Well, thank you. You're I'm excited because mm-hmm. I was able to participate this week. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and you outdid yourself. Why? Because of the wait till y'all rewatch that. All of you watching, rewatch that. The y'all man in three B. Lord have mercy. The, the man in room B. <laughs> room B. No, the, the man in three B. <laughs> This week's podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy, convenient, and affordable to get therapy. Over a half a million people have experienced what Talkspace has to offer, from one-on-one sessions to couples therapy. Not that kind. And just like any Talkspace plan, you can message your therapist anytime and anywhere from your smartphone or your web browser. So to sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com slash zone. Or use the Talkspace app and enter code ZONE to get 30 bucks off your first month and to show your support for the friend zone. That's Talkspace.com slash Z-O-N-E or enter coupon code ZONE when you sign up on the Talkspace app. Talkspace, therapy for all. All right, so let's jump into what you guys want to ask us this asking week. Asking for a right? friend. Asking for a friend. What you got for us this week, Asante? Don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com as you do each and every week. This one is called <clears throat> Celibate, and it's not working, honey. <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Dear friends, I love your podcast. My boyfriend and I were both celibate before getting together and decided to remain that way throughout the relationship. Nice. Mm -hmm. We talked about it during our early stages of getting together. He expressed that he wants more physical touch because that's how he feels loved. But there's only but so much physical touch you can do before slipping into some sex. Okay. We still want to remain celibate. How do you create intimacy in a celibate relationship especially when one partner values physical touch. Thank you. Celibate Sally. Not celibate Sally. I don't know if any of us can give advice on that. Who, really which one personal. of us is celibate and in a relationship? Plus, it's all like about your boundaries, right? Like how far, you know, well, okay. Like, you know, first base, second base, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Third base, like how far around the diamond are we going here before we cross, you know, we slide home. Yeah. So I don't know what's like okay and what's not okay. Because there are things that, you know, they could do, obviously, that are not sex. Yeah. You know, that would satisfy it, you know. I don't know. I mean, like Dustin said, I guess it depends on the rules that you guys create. Like, is oral sex? I was just finna ask you. Part sell- of it? Yeah, like <laughs> you know, is that? Oh, if oral sex is a deal breaker, then obviously, you know, putting yourself in a position—no <laughs> pun intended—that <laughs> is going to make you crave that. It's never smart. 
<laughs> Literally. But I get it. You're human. I don't know. Honestly, I, I mean, in my last relationship, there was a period where we were going through a lot, so we chose to be celibate, and mm-hmm. it was not easy. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy at all. Like, <laughs> like walking through the living room naked. Obviously, he was doing that on purpose too. But <laughs> 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 trying to be like, yeah, we gonna see. <laughs> Literally. Right. <laughs> um, but I think it's you know it's up to you guys setting those boundaries. Like, if you know what's gonna make you go down the rabbit hole, <laughs> then don't create an environment that caters to that. Right. I think it's just something to keep in mind. But I know it's easier said than done. What do you think? It's, you know, I don't have very much experience in this arena. It sounds like you just need to create a bunch of teasers, I guess. I don't know. Because you're tired of touching, right? (laughs) So maybe just take a break from the touching and just make it real tantalizing. So when the touching does come back up, it can just be extra special. You know, like Fran said before, excite the senses, uh... Maybe instead of touching tonight, we're just going to focus on being real sensual. and That's tricky territory, though. Because it leads to yeah. the touch. Like, that's my Once thing. Once you open well, yourself I, up to, like, wanting to feel. Well, I'm oh, I thought she was about to say something else. I mean, same. <laughs> Once you same, open yourself same. up to wanting to... I was like, friend! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Imagine. I just said it that way. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. So I think, you know. Tell each other secrets, uh, <laughs> your favorite things naked. I don't know. She, you're trying to create intimacy. Everything in my mind that creates intimacy leads right to sex, I guess. Right. So that's, that's why I'm like, tricky. it's just real hard for me to tell you what to do without being like, and good luck not fucking when it times to come, when it's time to fuck. Like, I don't really know what to say to you. <laughs> I think that, like, y'all could do the the into me I see thing and like just have time where you sit up have time where you sit up and like you know share your feelings you know your inner feelings (laughs) if you want to be intimate or whatever but y'all can't like be you know necking and rubbing and heavy petting and shit and dry humping and burning zipper and all this shit you used to do before you got sex you know what I'm saying you can't be doing that like y'all cannot be I don't. I don't help. see how you can Burn have an burn. intimate. All jokes aside, right? Because I don't want to. I'm not making fun of their choice. No, of course. Not. I just I think, think that, like, okay. yeah. I just. I don't. I. I. I'm having trouble finding the bal or the intersection. I guess between intimacy and foreplay. Mm-hmm. You know, and turning the car left on on inter on for <laughs> on uh, intimacy street <laughs> instead of taking the freeway to foreplay. So I don't know. You it's know. doable though, because Maya. Sure shout is. out to Shameless Maya. She, her, and her boyfriend have been together for a while now, and they are not having sex. And they're and a beautiful let me tell you couple. And they are an awesome couple. They, if you see how much out. her body has changed because he's been training her, so they have figured out the boundaries that work for them. Mm-hmm. They don't cross the boundaries. They have open communication. If anyone's feeling weird about the boundaries or needs to shift them or change them communication is key but all i can say obviously she's not here so i can't speak for her but it's doable it's totally doable because they're doing it and they're or not doing it and then (laughs) but they have a beautiful relationship amazing and i think and i was telling her the other day i'm like the coolest part is that when she first told me that they were going to be celibate i was like wow this is gonna be tricky but 
they're doing it and now I'm like yo imagine the first time that they actually go forward and <laughs> how amazing is it gonna be I hope they got together. a medic on site <laughs> <laughs> so, you know no but lo- like legit think about it they've gotten to know each other so yep. well they know each other's families they, they've traveled they know like they are opening up to each other emotionally and mentally and spiritually in their conversations and getting to know each other's personalities. I mean, the They're sex gonna that you're going to have is going to be other They're going to make love. World. Wow, yeah. wow, other wow. They are going to make love. <laughs> wow, I think wow, that wow. is, she has, I have to say, she has single-handedly shifted how I view celibacy, celibacy mm-hmm. because I would never ever have been like oh you know I'm gonna be in this long term relationship and not have sex I was just it's something I've never done right now I'm a year into my celibacy actually next month will be a year yay crazy so awesome damn I think about how popping I would be right now if I did what you did a year yo it's gonna be a year since I've had since I've smoked cause remember I quit everything I stopped smoking I stopped drinking stopped dating stopped having sex Uh yeah I I gave you my weed (laughs) (laughs) so funny I was like bless you (laughs) and and Big Sean came right on blessings on blessings on blessings I was like yes right and I you know like I said it's not religious it's not revolutionary it's just something that I felt like it was in my way personally and I wanted to see if I removed all those crutches that I tend to go to when things aren't going my way how will I process things not going my way now Mm. And that's what this year has been. That's why even the petty part comes in. It's like, how am I processing life, processing right. information and things that make me uncomfortable? So I think it's awesome. And I really feel that the next person I date, I'm not going to have like, you know, a time frame like we not fucking for 90 days. No, like I'm not just... doing none of that. But I do think it's so cool. The idea of like learning someone mm-hmm. before you guys even uh, penetrate. That's cool to me. That is cool. I have a newfound respect for it. Totally newfound respect. I used to think it was cheesy because I feel like sex is so important. It is important. It's a big part of how we communicate and you see, you know, how you feel about each other. Even right. someone's smell, like all those things matter. So it's not something that I don't, I don't know if I could just like not do it and be like, I'm going to wait till marriage. I don't know if it would be like that for me. But I am interested in, in like waiting and really, really getting to know the person because I think that's some magical ass shit. It oh becomes so much more attractive as an idea when it's something that's not imposed upon you as oh, a rule. Not. You know yeah. what I mean? When and you have the opportunity, partner, yeah, when you have the opportunity it. to say like, "Oh well, I want to decide." you know, to be celibate or yeah. to focus on something else other than sex, that's totally different than be feeling like, well, you can't have sex before this, or you can't, you're not supposed yeah, to be no, having no, sex, no. you're wrong mm-hmm. if you fucking right. out of marriage. No, no, or, no, there can't be shame yeah, attached to it different. or guilt or, I think what makes it cool, especially in Maya's case, is that they're both genuinely excited to mm-hmm. be on this path together and it's like a mutual respect and that to me is what makes it cool. I don't want to be with a man that like gives me a cut off and I don't want to be a woman that gives a man a cut off. I think it'd be cool if we just both have like that mutual understanding that is <laughs> I'm laughing cuz you talking about into me I see. And I'm like that I'm still having that girl. <laughs> but I do think wow, it's something wow, about wow. it that now I am super fascinated by it. and I find that so funny because you would not have gotten me to do that shit like a year ago I'd have been like what 
two months tops. <laughs> See, part of me is like, should I start now? Because I'm still like, you know, in my 20s, but in my 30s, what if I just went crazy, you know? I mean, I think I it'll just it. hit when it hits. Like, if it's something that your body wants. The pieces ain't like, for me, it's my body. My body was like, girl, you need to put the brakes because these plum fools, like, it's not even worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't like the people I was sleeping with. <laughs> That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, damn! No, I mean, that's the reality. That's actual. That's factual. I don't, I don't, I wasn't happy with the people that I, I was sleeping with. Yeah, so, so I want to change that. Mm-hmm. Changing means shifting some shit, and I'm shifting some shit this year. I'm shifting how I view the world, and hopefully how I view men shifting as well. So that I'll get a better one. But I think what you're doing to the listener letter, the listener letter, the asking for a friend is awesome. Set those boundaries and communicate when you guys semi-cross them. (laughs) That's the only way to get around it. Hopefully we helped in some way. Right? (laughs) So what can you do, though? Like, how do you set the boundaries? Well, it's going to be different. For some people, celibacy... I know people that you can they don't even kiss. What if you put like hot sauce like on the <laughs> on the on the band of your underwear? You know what I'm saying? It's like wow. when you get down, you'd be like, what, what, what? Nah. No. <laughs> See? See? No, no, no. Ah, there you go. <laughs> we have to decide if kissing is included, yeah. if oral sex kissing, is included. For some people, it's just not penetrating. Right. That's it. Stop. Santa's over here showing me scenes from. It's the one. It's the it's, it's the one. It's the <laughs> Is one. Is that the whole movie? Yes. You are funny. You know, Netflix they let you look at it mobile. <laughs> so let's jump into this week's black business, shall yes. we? So I don't need to see that. See Jackie. <laughs> Just look at Jackie. <laughs> Who's our black business friend? (laughs) So Jazz hit me up. Jazz did what? And said, hey, friend, black business of the week, possibly. I ran into this cute brand at Brooklyn's Artist and Flea today. It's a young black man named Timothy. It's all vegan and organic, uh, gluten-free, beeswax. He told me it started off just for men and then it expanded to women. I tried a sample and it was great. It's shea and jojoba oil based, infused with select essential oils and handcrafted in small batches, which is my favorite because that means it was made with love. (laughs) Um, She said the site is also super cute and it's called Elo. I hope I'm saying it right. It's either Elo or Elo Lip Care. That's E-L-O-L-I-P-C-A-R-E.com. She goes, I did not know this young man before, but we clicked instantly and I just thought you would love this. And so she attached the picture and the packaging is so cute. Um, I think it's Elo. It's called Elo, the art of lip care. I'm looking on the Insta. What is it with me today? Instagram? What is that? (laughs) What it should have been. (laughs) M's. I'm talking about M's. And the packaging is super cute. I'm looking at one that's made out of lavender, which sounds so nice. And And look at the packaging. Isn't that really nice? It is. Yeah, I'm going to need some of that. Right? So definitely check them out. I think it's cool that she ran into young Timothy in Brooklyn and decided to send him a shout on the friend zone. Once again, that's Elo. E-L-O, lipcare.com. Support a black business today if you're looking for your lip that's care. That's right. That's right. Get Super your lips cute. together. If you got black lips, support a black business. <laughs> and that's it for this week's black business. That's actually it for this week's show. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? That is it for me. I just can't wait to see everybody at 305 Live on Sunday. Yes. Going down basement. 
Yes, <laughs> 305 Live this Sunday. Don't forget to check out my Pride playlist. I'm so happy to be a part of that. It is so cute, by the way. Thank you, friend. I finally got a chance <laughs> to listen to it. It's just upbeat hood shit. You know, I felt like for Pride, they was going to have us playing one thing, and I'm like, we're going to put on here what we really listen to. Right. <laughs> so that's what that was for. Super dope with Spotify. Good looking out for that. Don't forget, August 19th, 2017 the friend zone live two-year anniversary show tickets going to sell this friday at noon on the eastern friend standard time yep the friendzonelive.com that's right come holler at us we will be there i can't wait to see all you guys and you know right now that's all i got to say damn it the website ain't working just be a little patient but not too patient oh yeah not so friday out, you know we can't do nothing about it right <laughs> Um, we'll have those flyers up for you guys soon. Yep. As far as I go, I will be in the Dominican Republic by the time you guys are hearing this. So send me and the ladies that are participating in the retreat lots of love. Hopefully we get into a lot of amazing conversations and leave feeling amazing. Excited to meet you all. And that's it for me. We have an amazing announcement of where we're all going to... Well, no, we already said that we're all going to be at Essence Fest. But yes, we'll we get are. to announce why we will be at Essence Fest, which is going to be so good. <laughs> I cannot wait. I've been holding this in for months. So good. <laughs> but that's it for us this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we will hear you next week. Yeah. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Don't forget, this week's episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love uses real women's measurements to create bras that will simply fit you better. Available in sizes AA through G and exclusive half-cup sizes, you can try one of Third Love's 24-7 bras free for 30 days. <laughs> if it's not your new favorite, return or exchange it for free. Go to thirdlove.com friend now and try Third Love for free 30 days. Put the fit first with third.